It is an honor and a privilege to be back. We are the Bunt, the number one podcast in skateboarding, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. You either win with us or you watch us win. Everyone has a choice. The choice is yours. Ivan, get me coming out the car and everything. Get the sneakers. Get the sneakers. Bands. Off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. They ain't believe in us. Vans dead. <laughs> As you already know, I'm D Jones. I got my main man, the ghost, with me, and we got Ants One behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Ghost, I think it's uh, only fitting that we start this off with a quick apology for how long we've been gone, brother. Yes, yes, sir. The people, we apologize. You know we love you, but we had to get we had to get it on and pop in the summer. But it's great to be back. You know what I'm saying? 12 weeks straight. The boys, we're back. Let's fucking get it still, eh? <laughs> back like cook cracked. We are now locked in for 12 weeks. But let's tell them a little bit uh, about why we were gone. We just hit the triple crown of skate events and just wrapped it up this past weekend. You know, we're probably both a little dusty right now, but you know... We've been gone. We've been gone so long. We had to do it for the people. We tried to push this back one more week, but uh, the higher power said, "Hell no." <laughs> uh, we hit Copenhagen Open, then we threw our first annual Bunt Jam, and then we wrapped up the summer with the Dime Glory Challenge, one of the greatest contests of all time. We're gonna hit the people with our three core memories, one from each event, each ghost. Spark it up with Copenhagen, man. I feel like I've lived like four lifetimes since Copenhagen. <laughs> we did. But when I go through the memory bank, that was just an amazing time. Our first one ever. Huge shout out to Victor for bringing us out. Um, hopefully get to do that, you know, plenty more times because that shit was an absolute blast. But uh, one thing that jumped out was the last day, the chill day on the docks. Whole squad, just so many new friends, old friends. Uh, perfect weather and uh, Brandon Turner presenting Brandon Turner with the bottle even though he doesn't drink for uh, <laughs> being just a switch trade general of sin Copenhagen hope to do it again next year man such a good time what was yours I feel like that was the first big trip we've gone on in a few years man and it definitely did not disappoint clearly me and you were not ready for that long flight again the first day had that big time nap in the hotel lobby definitely got caught slipping there my core memory is gonna be probably just the day at the red plaza meeting up with seemed like hundreds of guys we've interviewed over the over the course of the podcast but one stood out a little bit more than the others it's uh eric ellington meeting the god 
in person was just insane and he referred to us as celebrities which literally blew my mind man <laughs> yeah no shout out to double e big legend um he's hard to miss too i feel like we saw him so many times like he's just too steezy oh yeah next up the bunt jam man something that meant so much to us we worked on for so long and was just a huge success it's gonna be hard to pick one memory each but what do you got damn bunt jam another blur another epic time uh i'm just gonna go with the all-around legendariness of jake anderson nothing (laughs) made me happier than handing the mic off to him and realizing like he's he's built to mc he's just chirping everyone not like too harshly but just the perfect vibe had had everyone laughing just just nice to be off the mic and take it in you know what i mean and jake Mm -hmm. just held us down all weekend so big shout out to jake and the whole squad that came up definitely jake a part of the brain trust of the bunt jam moving forward yeah so many memories but one man just uh went above and beyond like he always does josh clark holding it down put everything together for us worked his tail off and uh on friday did it with with no data no internet in the whole city of toronto you know me and safe woke up scrambled didn't know what to do safe is calling me off random numbers i'm going hitting wi-fi i remember i had to go buy a new payment system for uh for our booth get to walmart and they're like cash only i'm like who in the fuck has cash like, how am i gonna get cash it's 2022 <laughs> everyone stopped taking cash you know and then we finally yeah. get to dunbat and meet up with josh and no sweat off his back man everything's rolling perfect josh absolutely killed it for us and much love to you brother hell yes couldn't have said it any better jc one of a kind legend in these streets doing it so big for canada and skateboarding but yo, that was funny when, the, or no, it wasn't funny at the time. But all the American homies were just chirping us so hard, like, yo, y'all don't have data up in this country, <laughs> dude. At one point, when when we went to that burrito shop, I was chilling with Townley, like just kind of slow for a sec, and I was fucking with him. And I'm like, yeah, man, it sucks, but like, dude, this happens all the time. And he's like, what the <laughs> fuck, you guys deal with this shit all the time? I'm like, I'm playing, dog. This is this is fucked. It's fucked for us, like. What an insane day for it to have happen, but yeah, we pulled through and uh, won the first annual three-on-three basketball tournament as well. Oh, throw a second memory in there, you know what I'm saying? Raising the trophy. Y'all want to come for us, you know, you know where to see us next year. T dot, we're gonna run it back, and people gonna be coming for the title, man. Gary Rogers already talking shit. Says he's in the gym. The best part is we weren't even in the gym leading up to this shit when we handled business. What happens if we were to get in the gym? Oh, I'm in the gym this year. Now <laughs> now that we got the target on our backs, oh, yeah, I'm, de- oh, I'm defending that shit with my last breath, even if it's my first <laughs> breath because my cardio sucks. You get me. We got a couple days to bring it back. And all right, let's wrap it up with one memory from the Dime Glory Challenge, the cap on all-time summer. I've said it many times before, my favorite event. It's always just so fun. Another JC masterpiece so proud of all the dime homies um and yo i think the last one was 2018 so it was so nice to to just be back in montreal uh with everyone but as far as a highlight yo honestly ryan desenzo is just absolutely built different (laughs) he 
I never like met someone who could be the like partying the hardest and also skating the hardest. Like I gotta pick. It's one or the other, and I usually pick party. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. um, yo, he he was just as turned as anyone. But then he's frontside flipping off a fucking roof. But yeah, my, my highlights were for sure the biggest um, bar hop, Chima shutting yeah. the whole shit down with the back three, and then Ryan with the frontside flip and front three. Like that, that shit was just not human, man. Uh, hats off to those legends. To take that impact, man. I don't know how these motherfuckers do it, dog. For me, it was uh, a guy we met in Copenhagen, got to have a good long conversation about his L.A. Lakers, but then ran into Eric Costin again multiple times over the weekend. And one time I was with my son, and to see my son at two years old, the day after his second birthday, get dapped up by Eric Costin was (laughs) an insane vibe. Costin, the legend my son story about to be a legend man legend in the making although he got a scooter for his second birthday but it's just for balance oh hell no i think they have to man like it's for the balance bro yeah uh who who bought that uh his his aunt uh his aunt steph and uncle scotty booth the man we got behind the scenes here too but with our approval like yeah yeah, yeah. it's good for him i think it's good for him yeah we just gotta lose the the handlebars at some point and just turn it into a board oh boy he's gonna wake up one day they're gonna be gone it's not like a conversation we're having you know <laughs> this is hell it yeah is. honestly biggest shout out to everyone that gave us love too like this summer was so full of love even though we were off air like pretty much the whole time met so many people in montreal copenhagen uh toronto that you know just come up and tell us they listen to the pod that always warms up the heart uh never get sick of hearing that so appreciate all the listeners out there and uh we're back you get me and next summer we're running it all back bro was there one fan encounter or bunt wipe and or bunt hole encounter that stood out above the rest of you i mean that's like i'm not trying to pick between our 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 bunt wipes and bunt holes we love them all but i gotta say meeting uh black tj yes in sir Copenhagen on the dock that day was so fucking sick uh he's a real one and uh we appreciate you dog had to get that shout out and black tj man regular in the post office holds a special spot in our hearts here at the bar man yeah but y'all know exactly what it is it's episode one of season 16 ghosts tell them what we're working with dog we still got a show to do you know yeah yeah my bad yo let's let's shift the focus back to the main event and that's miles silvis man one of the most talented skateboarders to ever do it straight up trick selection second to none clean as fuck no illegal tricks everything flawless absolute beast doing it for adidas and primitive it's miles silvis baby then it's on to the post office and then we wrapping it up with the rundown make sure to follow us on instagram at the blunt live subscribe to us on youtube at the blunt live and hit us up on our patreon patreon.com slash the bunt we doing this shit for the people non-stop the buntlive.com is gonna get some new gear on it this season as well don't you worry we making it pop in season 16 baby uh shout out of the week man it's so funny like 
I feel like there's some weeks mid-season where you're like, fuck, was there something that I was extremely hyped on enough to make it the shout-out? And then the first couple weeks of every season, there's always an abundance, but you've got like half a year to choose from right now, dog. So keep it short, but give the people a little something. something. Damn, I forgot about shout-out of the week. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, so I'm going to just give it to our Canadian brother, TJ Rogers. Can't mm. stop, won't stop. And actually, I think he was the last shout out of the week before the season on the last season because he had just dropped his insane part, which I still be watching. And he fucking, uh, he fought back against cancer, man. And he's already in the streets doing it at the highest level. TJ, we love you. So proud of you. Keep it going, man. Yes, sir. TJ, true inspiration. Big dog. We got to get you back on the pod someday. Much love. Part was insane. Only one thing left to do before we get into the interview, and that's order some goddamn pizza. I'm going to go with a little spicy pep god and an order of lemon pepper wings for myself. Can I get you anything, ghost? Bro, you know I need a bodega, even though I'm trying to stay off the bread these days. There's something (laughs) about it I can't resist. Some wings and a Dr. Pepperoni, man. No, a spicy pep god. I switched it up, man. Let me get that spice. Oh, but yo. You, this just reminded me of one other memory, and that was Jake Anderson on Santa Hall whispering to you, yo, did Saifa lose weight? Because <laughs> your boy put in work, yo. I can skate again. I'm, uh, I'm skinny. Let's go, baby. The streets are calling. I'm ready. That's a, a core memory I don't think anybody in the vicinity of that will ever forget. The ghost, <laughs> slim, thick, but not thick. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie Madison, tell them what they get when they order Maker Pizza, baby. This is literally the best pizza in the world. Let's get this interview popping, man. All right, we've got Miles Silva's in the building today. What's cracking, man? Shit, not much, man. Chilling. I'm out in uh, Sacramento right now, just hanging out. Hell yeah, man. Thank you for being here, bro. Of course. Thanks for having me. So we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. Favorite skate moment is probably just, um, shit, probably getting like my first sponsors and not having to get a job. My mom was low-key pressing me to get a job like one summer (laughs) for experience. And I was like, nah, I'm not trying to do that. And then just kept putting it off. And then uh, I got a check in the mail like two weeks later. And I was like, yup, I'm not getting a job. (laughs) Yeah. that that's just the job ma yeah so that that stands out for sure best moment um and then sports i don't really watch sports like that but um i played a lot of sports growing up and then when i used to play football i was like i played running back and shit but i played uh, i was like second second string quarterback okay and then we were playing this team one time and uh, i hated playing them just because all the kids were like twice our size like we always get mopped but anyways i got put in like fourth quarter or whatever like second string quarterback and my homie took my spot at running back and he, he ran like a sneak pass or whatever i threw him a pass and uh, he scored a touchdown so that shows yeah <laughs> i love the personal sports moments man yeah those ones hit the hardest bro you were so skinny back in the day how the hell were you playing running back <laughs> bro i don't know bro <laughs> I was done thin. And those fools were hella big, bro. I used to be tripping, trying to just make it through the game. <laughs> Damn. That's a fucking violent position, too. Yeah, it was fun, though. So take us back to the beginning. Where'd you come up, and how'd you get into skating? 
Um, I came up, I was born in uh, San Jose, California, and I lived with my, uh, my family lived with my mom's sister and uh, my cousin uh, skated and he had a, like an extra like banana board or whatever, I'd always see him skating. So I would kind of like, I started touching the board when I was like five and then uh, we moved to Vegas for like a year and then moved to Sacramento and then pretty much here just been skating, like grew up here, met all the people I skate with now and. Hell yeah, sick. So what would you consider was your first big break in the skate industry? First big break was probably like, um, I used to skate these contests like back in the day, kind of like in the surrounding cities around Sacramento. And um, I think it was the last stop. I didn't even really want to go. I was kind of stressing on like, I had shitty shoes or whatever. And my pops was like, yo, you got to go. Like, it's the last stop. Like, you got to finish it. I was like, fuck, all right. And then uh, ended up winning that contest. And uh, Carl Watson was like a guest judge. And uh, he was like, yo, like, do you have any footage or whatever? Like, and um, I was filming with uh, one of my homies, Alan, and uh, we were making like a local homie video and I had a part. So I just shot that to him. I was like, yeah, actually I do. I have like a whole part. And then I sent it to him and yeah, he hooked me up uh, with Organica and a couple other sponsors and ended up hooking up Alan as the filmer too. So like, that was pretty much both of us, Damn. like our break. Yeah, you guys have been doing it big ever since the tag <laughs> team duo. Yeah, that's the homie. Yeah, so the skate world first got its glimpse of a young Miles when you came in extra spicy with that Welcome to Organica <laughs> part. How fun was it filming for that first big one? That one was dope. I mean, like, the majority of it was filmed just, like, before kind of, like, um, filming with the homies and Sack. And then um, once we found out that they wanted to, like, put me on the team and have, like, introduction part and that was going to, like, go towards it, then we started, like, I think we took maybe, like, one or two trips down to, like, San Diego and, like, went to KO and met like some of the dudes and like filmed some clips out there and it was fun. I mean, shit, I was just hella excited just to like do something for something that was like gonna be a sponsor. So yeah, shit was tight. That was a big one, man. That part was uh, crazier than I remembered because I just rewatched all your parts the other day and I <laughs> forgot I forgot how crazy, you were so small, fucking already on the flips <laughs> on rails, flip back lips and shit, <laughs> kick back tails. Man's came in yeah. hot. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> So Organica sadly came to an end and you made the move to Numbers. How did that yeah. come about and what was that era like for you? Um, the number, the Numbers era was cool. I mean, before that, like um, Organica just kind of like, I don't know, it was kind of, it just got to a point where it was phasing out and I was kind of talking with Walker, Ryan, a bunch, kind of like figuring out what we we're going to do. And then, yeah, I finally just came to a point where like shit wasn't going to stick around. So it, was, it wasn't really like a hard thing to quit just because it phased out. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, yeah, I was kind of floating for maybe like, shit, I don't know, maybe like a year or a little bit more without a sponsor. And then, um, yeah, the numbers thing just came about, um, I think Costin or a guy DM me on Instagram or text me or something like that. And they were just like, yo, I think it was Costin. He was just like, yo, big fan, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, yo, like we're doing this new thing, numbers or whatever, like, yeah, we'd, we'd be hyped to have you, like, something you're into, like, kind of mention the people that were going to be on the team, and I was like, shit, that sounds super dope. <laughs> mm -hmm. Easy decision when the man cost and slides <laughs> in the DMs, eh? Yeah, for real, that shit was crazy. And, like, I was good, I was good homies with uh, Rodrigo TX just from, like, traveling with LRG and stuff, and he was going to be on. So I was like, shit, like, we got somewhere to go, so it'll be tight. Yeah, so you guys did your thing, put out some of those videos that were kind of cool where it was, like, just kind of like a fly on the wall on the session yeah yeah some different shit for sure i like those edits but uh 
Yeah, on paper, you guys had an insane team, you know, like the Brooklyn Nets with KD, Harden, and Kyrie. <laughs> but like the Nets, it fell apart before the championships, man. Yeah. What happened with numbers towards the end? Shit, I don't know, man. I think like, yeah, I always trip on that too. Like, damn, we had hella people on there that like could have been fired just because like it started fresh and like pretty much we could create our whole image. But like, I don't know. I don't think it was as easy to like, for those dudes to be hands-on as maybe they thought i don't really know it just kind of like just kind of it was a new brand and then it just kind of went dry a little bit and started phasing out and i was kind of like i don't know if this is gonna i mean we, we all stuck around for a while like see if it was gonna like work out but i don't know i think it just kind of was too fast like too quick maybe and i don't think maybe they knew how to handle it or something like that it just kind of phased out i know it's crazy yeah. like looking back at who was on the team and you're like Yo, that's like a dream team right there. Yeah, for real. It was kind of quick, too. I was like, damn, like, really? This shit's about to be out like that? Like, <laughs> we haven't really, really done, like, a bunch of videos. It seemed fucking foolproof. Yeah, for real. Exactly. So I was like, shit, this is kind of crazy. But it worked out. But, yeah, cool time to look back at. So fuck your fucking free agent just free as agent fast again. as you signed, eh? <laughs> yup. <laughs> Couple videos to look back at, but, yeah, back yeah. to being free agent. <laughs> <laughs> So like you said, you and TX, you guys have been teammates on different brands for a long time. From the outside looking in, he seemed to take you under his wing from the jump. What was it like having the mega OG legend to help you guide you on your path, man? <laughs> uh, man, it was dope. Like, it was still dope. I haven't seen him in a while just because he's kind of tucked off in Brazil and then with COVID and shit, but it's been great. That's like one of my, one of my best homies and like best person to travel with, really. Um, just because at one point it was like we were doing LRG stuff, we are doing official hat stuff, and then Adidas stuff. So it was kind of like we'd be going on different trips with different brands, but we were kind of always still traveling together. But yeah, we kind of hit it off on like LRG trips. I mean, like everybody on that team was hella close and good homies. Like it didn't even really feel like we were on a team of random people. It was just like a bunch of bros. And uh, I was pretty young, like when I got on the team and like all those fools had been around for a while. So I kind of was just like, just chilling, listening to them, soaking up game and TX. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is about Brazilian people. I think they're just hella nice, but I always seem to hit it off with like Brazilian people. I got a bunch of homies that are Brazilian, like Carlos and shit like that. But shit, it's been dope watching that full skate. It's crazy kicking it with them. What was it like having the the hash side and the fresh side on LRG, man? Was it like, <laughs> yeah, like segregated on trips? So, <laughs> nah, not even. It's funny, like <laughs> when you look like from the outside, you're like, damn, what the fuck? Like Billy Marks and then TX, yeah, two and different then vans, Tom, yeah. Tom, yeah, Tommy <laughs> Sandoval. But like, nah, everyone was cool as fuck, and it was hella normal. Like we'd go to like crazy spots, obviously for Tommy Sandoval to huck, but like yeah. they 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 seem super gnarly, but they're fucking super mellow. Yeah, they just be kicking it, trying to just do some normal shit so we are all meshed together <laughs> maybe that's how you started to skate fucking the hesha shit too but keep it tech on the you got tommy on one side and tx on the other it's a good combo <laughs> yeah for real you get bo both ends of the spectrum yeah so yeah like like you're saying you and tx were hella close um so close that you even use this toothbrush man what's the story there <laughs> bro that shit was fucked up <laughs> uh <laughs> No, nah, that shit was foul as fuck. We were rooming in, um, we were rooming in Cyprus, and uh, yeah, I don't know. We were just kicking, man. That fool be smoking and shit too. And uh, <laughs> fucking, he had the same the same Colgate toothbrush as me, and I think he put it in the same spot. I don't know. He was probably all faded or something. And just moved the shit right by mine, and then uh, 
yeah, I don't know. I was just brushing my teeth, like walking around the room or whatever, just kicking it like it's normal. And then he's like, yo, what the fuck you doing? Like, you using my toothbrush? And I like, bro, I almost <laughs> threw up. <laughs> she, was, <laughs> she was hella nasty. Oh, shit. That's the only other toothbrush I ever used in my life. That was not mine. That shit was a fucking accident. <laughs> oh, fuck. I forgot about that. That's amazing. <laughs> so you've already dropped a crazy amount of parts in your young career. You always mix in new tricks and push yourself to, to the next level. What's your process in putting parts together like? It's pretty like, it's pretty natural. I mean, I, I kind of like, I do make plans and shit for like my tricks. Like I don't usually like, I mean, I do sometimes obviously like just go out and see where I end up, like at spots and shit, depending where I'm at. But like for the most part, I kind of like, I usually will like watch a part I put out before, kind of see like what tricks I've done and like shit like that. And just kind of like, not like one up it, but kind of just see, I mean, I'm already thinking of like new shit to film as everyone usually is, but like, yeah, I don't know. For the most part, all my parts have kind of just come together like hella naturally just because all the companies and shit have always been like doing something. So it's kind of like nothing else to do but film. Like there was always like something to film for, whether it was Organica, then LRG, Adidas, into yeah the next one and i don't know i just always try to make them like better than the one before just so i'm not you know going backwards thankfully it's been all right doing that and we haven't <laughs> plateaued yet <laughs> <laughs> bro yeah well it's gonna be a challenge to outdo the last couple man you fucking went crazy <laughs> the last couple of years thank you man i appreciate it as the official illegal trick police here at the bunt you seem to have a clean record we weren't able to find any illegal tricks in your parts <sighs> But nobody. I was about to say that. I was about to say there's one. There's got to be one. Nah, that's what we want to hear. I know. Okay. <laughs> nah. So, so did we miss one? Like, what did we miss? I know that you can't be squeaky clean like that. Were you about to pull one out that you found? No, no. I, I wanted to, but I, I literally didn't find one, man. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, in the fucking uh, organic apart, bro. This shit was random as fuck. But we went to this like cement quarter pipe under the bridge. And I just like roll up fakie and do a fucking tail stall and like big spin into fakie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I definitely missed that one. That sounds amazing. If there, if there is one, it's got to be that one for sure. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking that day. I was trying to just clip up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that, Get that you, you were hella clip. young. You were hella young. Ever since then, it's been uh, it's been squeaky clean, man. It's impressive. Shit, yeah. I don't know how. I think. I don't know. Maybe kick. I feel TX be talking shit. So maybe kicking it with him. He's like, yo, these tricks aren't allowed. Shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we got a couple questions in the post office about some rules. I was just curious your thoughts because people hit us up like asking our opinions on certain like imaginary skate rules for trick selection. Mm -hmm. What do you think about when people say you should only rotate in one direction in a line? Like if you go like nolly front 180. You can't then do like a switch front heel. You got to keep rotating in the same direction. Hell no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you can rotate yeah. all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. I, I agree. I agree. I, I like doing the mirror shit where you like do a trick one way and then you flip it back and yeah, go yeah, backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then uh, <laughs> the other one that I didn't agree with that we got was kick flip, a kick flip and heel flip in the same trick. Hold on. Kick flip and heel flip in the same trick or like in the same line? No, same trick. Like kick flip in heel flip out yeah like, like oh. kick flip nose manny nollie heel mm. or any combo though like i feel like the only trick i nah, I'll, well shit i did one before but uh 
I would no, I think that one's all right because I mean, like sometimes I see people do some like nolly. The one trick that stands out is like nolly foot, no slide, nolly heel, just because your foot damn near lands on mm. that shit all the time. Mm. So I think that's acceptable. <laughs> I don't, I don't There's like nolly more flip, too. nose nolly heel, but like you did kick back tail heel flip in Berlin. Yeah, yeah, and that was tight. Like I, I like those. Is that the ledge that goes like into the bank? Yeah, 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 yeah. In Berlin, I think, but I think like all that shit's kind of just like how you do it. I feel like it's got to be. It's got to look right. Otherwise, yeah, sometimes, like, kick from Nosley on Nolly Hill might look crazy, but if you do it <laughs> different, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, in that case, kick flip Nosley and Nolly flip is just way, way cleaner. You yeah. might as well, you might as well just run that. But yeah. the one that I always think of is switch heel, Nosley, fakey flip, like, so many dope dudes. Yeah, true. That. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. I mean, I, yeah, I can't do a fakie heel out of a fucking fakie manual, so we got to flip out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, word. So Miles Trick Selection God is on our side, man. Or wait, Donald, you were you agreed with that There's, one? Yeah, I don't like that one. I don't like when you kick flip in and heel flip out, but I can't mm-hmm. do either, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other one is like, if you just do a trick up a curb and then like down a set, like, is that a line? You know, if like, you do a trick up the curb, down the set, is that a line? Yeah, or like up a curb, down a rail. Someone asked us that one, like a little two trick one. Mm. Like, is that a line? Is two tricks a is, line? It's damn near a line because you you got multiple <laughs> tricks. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a line. It's a line. How you feel about the one where you do a trick? Like, say you or wait, how do I explain it? Like, you do a trick and then you just like switch your stance and then just keep it pushing. No, no, oh, no, hell no, you can't do that. I hell fucking no. hate that shit. And then you recently, Shaver one eighty. Mark Suchu was telling me, was te- was trying to tell me because he did it in one of his lines. He was trying to convince me. I'm like, bro, like I know you get crazy with your lines, but like I cannot do that shit. Like just do or like people do like a frontside flip and then they just turn around and then do like a regular ledge trick. Oh, no, I'm like, no, bro, that's no. the worst. That's the <laughs> no, you could have you could have just did like a hard flip and just saved yeah. it. And, yeah. yeah. Oh. Like these days, that's so illegal. Like I watch old videos and see it, and like I give it a pass if it's like 15, 20, 30 years ago. But. Yeah, if you do, I mean, obviously if you do it the right way, but still, overall, that shit's it's not. There the are like good. obviously, there's always an exception. Like when Ave will like switch tray and then turn around, you're like, fuck, I wish you didn't turn around, but it's Ave. <laughs> yeah, just switch. Well, tray, I guess so. he because usually yeah. he'll like kick, he'll like kick turn or whatever. But yeah. like you leave the board the same and then just switch your stance. Yeah, yes. that's even worse. That makes yeah, no sense. Don't, don't, don't switch the stance. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's a hater, though, man. Man, he'd be talking he shit. He was hating on back 5 back 180. Yeah, he's too smart. He'd be thinking about shit crazy. I don't even know. <laughs> it's kind of fun to talk shit back to him just because he, like, gets so nerded out on tricks. And, like, yeah, he'd be dissecting that shit kind of crazy. Watching all your parts back to back to back to back was pretty crazy. One thing we've noticed since uh your running back years is that you put on some significant <laughs> muscle mass in the last handful of years fat man's like safer are trying to lose weight what made you want to bulk up dog shit i don't know i mean like my family's been hella athletic like <laughs> my whole life like growing up so pop's been working out brother's been working out like playing sports and shit like that but i was always like nah fuck that i'm not trying to go to the gym whatever and uh Shit, I never had the problem of, like, gaining weight. It was always, I was just hella skinny. And then uh, I don't even really know what turned it around. I kind of just started doing push-ups, and then I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go to the gym with my brother. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I was just trying to just put some weight on, see if I could do it. And then now I kind of go to the gym kind of regularly. And, 
yeah, I don't know. I fuck with it. Not trying to get too big, obviously, but just like it feels better being like this, like more stable when I'm falling and just shit feel like that. Stronger, yeah. Yeah. That's motivation right there, man. <laughs> Donald, let's get back in the gym. I thought when you saw Wade's part, you were turning it around. You told me, man. Wade, Wade was low key. He's turned up right now. He's on his jump rope shit. He was telling me well, jump, he's ro- jump jacked, rope for man. like 45 minutes straight. I was like, what the fuck? He's like a skinny, jacked guy. It's fucking weird. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Russell Crowe, a.k.a. Maximus, straight from the Gladiator 2000. You get me. This famous movie quote slash ad was brought to you by CHPO Brand. Always doing it for the people. Start thinking of your favorite movie quotes now because by the end of the season, you're going to need them. So now you're on a vegan diet, we hear. How's that going and what made you switch up? Uh, not, or I'm not on it anymore, but I was doing uh, I was probably, me and my girl started like, probably like eight years ago she's still she's still locked in but um i went i was on i already knew i was gonna have to like probably switch it up when i was started traveling and shit or just be lenient Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i did that for like four years and then went to or maybe it was yeah maybe four or five but anyways i went to portugal with uh or i started dabbling into seafood a little bit and i was kind of like trying shit here and there and then uh, once I kind of broke the seafood of like having that shit for the first time, then I started going crazy on sushi. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but I couldn't get myself uh, to eat like steak or some shit like that. And then went to uh, Portugal where Primitive. And then uh, Carlos is like one of his good homies from Brazil happened to be living out there and like owned a restaurant. And uh, it was Carlos's birthday too. So he like cooked us this crazy like dinner of like lamb and steak all this kind of shit like Oof. it was it was a whole whole experience so i was like bro i can't not like eat this shit here i gotta like <laughs> yeah can't, can't turn this shit down and then pretty much just got hella full like went crazy and like just ate a bunch and then like after that it's kind of just been a wrap <laughs> <laughs> when you're in the midst of of the vegan diet like what is the one that you like crave the most man yeah, I don't know. There wasn't really like there wasn't really like the connection for me, at least with the seafood, like as far as like eating an animal compared to like chicken or like some shit like that. It was hella easier to like smack some shrimp or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like getting used to like <laughs> the first thing to like that it was hella hard to get used to was just like no cheese on like anything or like Oof. milk added into like a random ingredient or something. I didn't really like drinking plain milk as it was. So that was like but like the cheese was definitely super hard. Shit, well, you're back to the dark side now, man. <laughs> yeah, for real. Steaks all day. <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely been eating hella steak these days. And yeah, definitely sampled fucking, got back to the full sample of trying everything. So it's cool to, it's cool to touch both sides. So you filmed your encore part in four months, which is just insane considering how uh, epic of a part that was. That's the kind of production that can land man's a sodi if you line it up right, <laughs> get a couple parts in one year. Is that a goal that's ever crossed your mind? Uh, for sure, yeah, definitely. It's still like a goal. Like I would love to, you know, win sodi or like, yeah, just have that be. That's a crazy achievement to just have like under your belt. So 
yeah, sure, maybe maybe one day. Definitely a goal. Is that like the <laughs> ultimate goal in skateboarding, you think? Like to have that at the end of your skate career must just be like, you know, the cherry on top. Yeah, I feel like for the for the street skateboarder who likes to film parts and shit like that, it's got, I feel like it's probably a goal. Like a lot of people now, I feel like have goals of like winning certain contests or like shit like that. But mm-hmm. I was never really that hyped on contests, so I was just like, damn, like some of my favorite skaters won Sodi, so I was like, shit, definitely that's a that's something to have, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if you can put a crazy part like that out in four months, that's that's fucking three parts in one year. Sprinkling <laughs> some a cover, an interview. Yeah, yeah. I see it in the cards for you, bro. You got to do it. And now you're jacked. You're on the protein full fledged. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we'll see. We'll see, man. We'll let them let, let them stars align. See how shit works out. It's got a shit got a crazy way of working out sometimes. So we'll see. Yeah, I was hoping Carlos wasn't gonna win it this year, but I feel like he hurt his foot at the worst time, man. Because yeah, he for came real, all hot with that part. I know. I thought, yeah, I feel like he's gotten real close to getting it. But yeah, everybody, just this last video has had, it's been like the ankle crew. Everybody got, got knocked oh, out. shit. I think it was Suchu, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he dropped like 45 parts. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. This guy was at the X Games last weekend. I was like, what the hell is he doing at the I X know. Games? <laughs> for, for real. X Games, Street League, he's switching his route. <laughs> I can't stop. Uh, you have a greasy ass fakey tray done some of the biggest and best ones we've seen there was a clip tease down the 13th stair in SF the PJ lad switch flip set that didn't reveal the trick but our guess was fakey tray A are we correct on the guess and B are you going back to land that no the guess is wrong hella people thought it was fakey tray but nah oh. it was a it was a it was, was fakey flip and now nah, I'm not going back <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that one's Bro, S- SF, SF's got hands. That shit's, it's hard to skate out there. And uh, nah, that, that one hasn't been done yet. I think a couple people tried it, though. But it hasn't Damn. been done. That would be so sick. You, you don't want that? Fuck. Hey, we'll see. We'll see, man. Should be changing sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, nah, fuck that trick. And then like a couple days ago, I'd be like, Bro, I need that. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Bro, that would look so good on that set. Yeah, I know that, that that trick haunts me, bro. I got a nice photo of it too, but no roll away. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> SF's hard, bro, with the wind too. Sometimes like you can plan out your whole shit, but like you just show up and then the wind's like charging the opposite way or like there's always like some factors out there. So yes, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to skate. Well, good luck if you go back. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we'll see. So more recently, of course, the uh Define video just dropped for primitive insane caliber of skating from start to finish you and carlos seem to be feeding off each other for that one getting buck on rails seems Mm -hmm. like you guys are always (laughs) posting like gnarly warm-up 50s back to back and shit any fun stories from uh from those sessions with carlos filming for define um yeah for sure i mean like that's like one of my favorite dudes to skate with like recent i mean for a long time but like recently he's just been like getting more buck and like skating big rails and shit like that so like sometimes i'll go skate some stuff like that and then there's not necessarily always someone to skate that shit with you but um <laughs> yeah I, i've been going out to la and just like getting an airbnb and staying for like a couple months at a time just to like pretend like i live there and be productive and uh fucking yeah we had a couple good sessions like we were there was one that he posted or maybe we probably both posted it but we went to I think it's UCI with those big ass kind of like round 
rails that like I think Nigel backtailed oh, for a cover yeah, recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyways, we were just looking at it, and that fool, he's obviously like <laughs> one of the best skateboarders. So sometimes he'll just be like, we'll just be looking at shit, and he'll be like, yo, should we try to fifty it? And I'm like, oh, chill, like <laughs> we don't need to do all that right now. But like, nah, that time we yeah we were there just cruising around. It was just me and him because um, I was staying all the way out in Huntington that particular trip um, right next to him, and. Uh, yeah, we just went there, fucking, there's a big-ass double set. We, like, just set the phone up, ollie that shit back to back. And then uh, I never really, like, looked at that big rail. And then he was like, yo, let's go check it out. And then this fool started ollieing over it into the grass. And then, like, started, like, tapping 50. And I'm like, fuck. I was like, I know he could 50 it, but, like, I just wasn't really trying to do it right then. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he just, that type of shit where he just, like, you just feed off each other. But and when it comes to 50s, too, I never really like to, like, do a 50 and jump over front side i'd rather just like 50 and then jump to the stairs yeah. and uh but that shit turned into a good little practice session for the hop out and then sure enough we ended up just 50 and that shit back to back which was hella sick, sick. so sick <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a good one and then shit recently like that where we both did those lines at that school with the bench to the 14 rail yeah. um yeah his line was fucked up uh with the pretzel both those lines were insane spot <laughs> Um, but yeah, we were talking about skating that spot for hella long. I could just tell by like the way it looked that like the dimensions of it and shit were pretty nice. So I was like, yo, we got to go there. And, uh, he, he was super fired up to skate it and I was too. And he had been there and like skated it like three times prior. Um, and I had never been. So I was kind of like, fuck, I'm calling a trick out and it's all the way in San Diego. Like hopefully, you know, it works out. And then, uh, they like had the photographer and shit lined up. So it was a little bit more pressure. <laughs> and then, uh, we got there. And then it ended up, he was kind of more shook than I was. And then, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which was like, I mean, it worked out because I was kind of like, we both got to warming up doing like basics and shit. And then like, when it came to the real trick, he was like, he's like, yo, if you try it right here, like it'll get me to try it. I'm like, fuck. All right. So it kind of made me like try it quicker instead yeah. of like just pussyfooting around. So yeah, we both ended up fucking coming, coming through with our shit, which was pretty dope. So that's definitely a good dude to skate with. Yeah. for motivation when you were riding up to that i was trying to guess the trick and i was yeah i was just shocked i was like switch back 50 and then hands <sighs> had to dip that shit yo shit, switch <laughs> back 50 shit i was way earlier i'd be hella shook to do that <laughs> so yeah Fig figgy did that i think yeah i think he did figgy or dane berman i can't remember now but yeah dude yeah. it's crazy the evolution of that rail over the years because so many like classic spots from back in the day just end up disappearing over time but mm -hmm, it's, it's crazy sure. to just see like you know matt mumford maybe like smith grind back in the day and like literally seeing every basic trick over the years arto mm -hmm. probably the sure. first switch trick switch front board back lip fucking ben gilly no slide front <laughs> feeble i think yeah that's fucked up that's a long ass rail so yeah a lot of the tricks that have gone down even back in the day super gnarly but yeah it's crazy to see some shit now like fools are flipping in and yeah pretty, oh, pretty dude. heavy david gonzalez kick front board i think that was a thrasher cover shout out ryan yeah. on the photo Bucket. yeah that's yeah you, you definitely gotta lock in on that otherwise you're a big wreck yeah. <laughs> yeah. the last other than you and carlos though the last trick i saw on that was fucked was uh i forget his name the kid on skate mafia who just turned pro switch front blunt you see that one? Oh yeah, yeah. I seen that shit to regular. I was yeah, I was tripping on that. That's super crazy. So That's sick. that that whole spot is like pretty it's pretty narrow. So like to go for switch front blunt, I feel like that's pretty crazy. Definitely yeah. could toss you in just front board. 
y'all new age youths are different these days. <laughs> <laughs> you skated that one model of Adidas shoe for what seemed to be like a few years straight. I think it was uh, the NAC slip-on, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, yeah. How many of those did you stockpile, man? And did you finally run out or did Adidas tell you it was time to move on, man? Bro, it was a sad. It was a sad time when that shit ran out. Um, but I, I was milking those for days, like just because it was just the, the way. I don't know the way it skated. It was hella grippy, and I just it was all flick. So I, I really liked that shoe. And then, uh, yeah, fuck, I just had like a ton. And then, shit, I don't even. I feel like they're gonna lucky get hot, but like I was just buying them shits on eBay for them long. <laughs> Just because, like, bro, Damn. like, I, 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 there's just, like, always some shit to film for. And I'm like, bro, I'm not about to. Yeah, I just felt comfortable in those shoes. So I was like, so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to just keep buying these shits. And then, sure enough, I fucking ran the the, the internet dry of those fucking, of wow. those shoes. So I had, to, I had to move on. And then, luckily, uh, for this video part, I was able to find some shoes that felt nice. So it's been all right. But, yeah, I had, like, fucking 100 pair of that same colorway. Dude, that, was, <laughs> that was the next slip-on, right? Why did they stop making that? I don't know. I think people couldn't get their foot in the shoe. It was hella tight, um, like the slip-on or something. But I don't know. His colorway was hella beast. He had the white with the blue and then black with the red, and both those skated hella good. So I just yeah. went crazy. <laughs> Damn, man. It's a sad time when, when them shits run out. <laughs> so what you want now? What's the replacement? I've uh, been skating this model they got called the Match Break Super, and that shit's been working pretty good. So I was skating the Lucas for a while and then started trying the shoe, and both those have been working, so yeah, Lucas and Match Break Super. We heard you had quite the gnarly food poisoning experience in China a while back. Oh shit! Uh, what's the story there, man? Fuck, I don't even know how how it even started. Like, it was on an LRG trip. I think it was my yeah, it was my first trip maybe. Um, and fuck, I feel like you, that one spot that everybody skates. It's like the it's like a square, tall kind of. Uh, just like a marble black ledge that people just skate in a circle and skate a bunch and like pretty sweet and shit like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, but I felt like we were planning on going there and then there's like the 15 that Spenny did the fakie front to flip down. Like you can walk to it from there. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was at that restaurant, but we were like getting lunch or something. Might've been a little bit before, but I feel like it was that one. And then, I don't know, we all ate the food. I think there was maybe a couple people, I can't remember who, maybe Trent and Tom. No, I think Tom Astor was rock too, but a couple people didn't eat the food. And uh, yeah, we all ate, and then I think it hit the team manager first, and uh, Tyrone. And bro, it was like immediately, like we we ate, paid the bill, skated to the spot or drove or whatever. And then you can see like in the background of the clip, like Carlos is doing his line, and that fool's just like fetal position, like on the ledge, <laughs> oh, just, like not, knocked out. And uh, it was like two days apart, like one by one, everyone just started dropping like flies, like getting food poisoning. And bro, it was so bad, it was just like fucking both ends at the same time coming yeah. out and like we were switch we, we were switching from like one city i think it was guangzhou moving to shenzhen or vice versa and like oh, on the road when it hit when it hit what yeah when it hit me i was on the train oh. and bro like that's <laughs> fucked vicious. up man we, it, yeah it was just like an airplane type scenario where the bathroom's hella small and yeah it was fucked up man <laughs> oh no both ends yeah. at the same time that's it bro that shit was ugly and then we had to go from the train station to the hotel and i remember like damn you're not even making it and then like <laughs> got got to the room and yeah it was a wrap i was just in the bathroom like the whole fucking night like holding the trash can while i'm fucking go to the bathroom it was so foul oh. <laughs> down bad oh. for real 
shit. Donald knows about yeah. that life. Yeah, Both I had hands. that shit this... Was it this winter? Yeah, we were supposed to go for a nice, like, homies dinner, and I was like... <laughs> that ain't happening, dog. <laughs> yeah, food poisoning, that shit, that shit'll knock you out. Can you tell us about the time you accidentally quit Lakai by sending a text to the wrong person? Yeah, that shit was <laughs> not tight. <laughs> that shit expedited the process hella fast. But low-key, I've done that shit a couple times where I'm just, like, moving too damn fast. And I'll even, like, I remember texting a homie, like, fucking good night message to my, like, it was supposed to go to my girlfriend, sent that shit to the homie, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, God damn it, man. Just, like, because both their texts are, like, right there. And uh, You saw the soft side, eh? <laughs> yeah, for real. They were like, damn, bro, you talking like that? I was like, that was hard, bro. Damn, caught me. But nah, um, yeah, <laughs> I was skating for Lakai, and then um, at the same time, like towards the end, uh, there was some shit going on with Adidas where that was gonna be the move. And uh, me and my homie Jeff Landy, the photographer, were always like, we're hella close, just like talking about shit that's going on and texting back and forth. And fucking, I guess I texted the team manager like the night before, so his shit was just right there. And then Landy's was right here, and I was just being reckless, just typing. And uh, they hit me up like, yo, I think they were doing a video or something and they were just like, yo, we're doing like a team photo shoot tomorrow. Like, we'd love to have you out. I was like, fuck, all right, well, I don't think I can make that. Just, I was just like, damn, I don't want to go kick it with the whole team and then be like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. Just because I hadn't even met like everybody. And then, uh, yeah, so I text Landy. I was driving home from school with my mom. She picked me up and then I text them. I'm like, yo, do I want to go do this photo shoot? Um, I think I'm gonna quit tonight. <laughs> and I just <laughs> sent that shit just like yeah just sent it locked the phone threw my, <laughs> threw my phone in my pocket like it's all good and then I just get a text like yo what the fuck you're, you're quitting I was like yo what the fuck like screamed hella loud and then my mom like like pulled the car over she's like what I'm like nothing like fuck like just get to the house get to the house and then <laughs> I was like my he's like, he's like bro are you for real like I was like fuck I was like alright man I'm gonna call you in a sec and then like so shit, I knew I was gonna do it, but that shit just sped it up yeah. like zero to a hundred. So I like, fuck, I had to call him. It was all right. And then actually everybody was, it was pretty smooth. Like, I mean, I was young at the time, but still they just, they kind of understood. So I talked to him, but I had to make hella calls. Like I called team manager. Then I had to call Mike Carroll. And then I had to call fucking Sam Smythe. Oh. And uh, pretty much just had to make like all the calls and like, yeah, that shit was pretty heavy. I was like, fuck. I just remember being up, like, I tried to leave the house. I was like, man, I got to go. I got to go somewhere. Just, like, took a walk. And then, like, I think I went my brother to the mall. And I was just, like, just trying to be distracted while I was talking just to, like, get myself yeah. to make the call. And, uh, oh, shit. Thankfully, shit worked out smooth. But, yeah, it was fucking, that was sketchy. <laughs> That's, like, when your stomach, it feels like your stomach drops when you fucking realize what you did. Your heart sinks. Yeah, I was like, bro, it's a rap. It's a rap for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta, you gotta be careful how you text, man, because that shit could bite you in the butt. Oh, we've all done it, but that's like a pretty high stakes situation to, yeah. to fuck up. Like the one person yeah. it couldn't go to, it went to. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, come on, man, what are the odds of that? <laughs> so we hear you have an Andy Mac story, man. What's good? Andy Mack shit um, back in the day like Organica days me and Walker Ryan and uh, Carl Watson I think like the majority of the team but we were doing a trip to like Woodward East and uh, just like we kind of did that pretty often like go out there kick it for a week and skate and uh, 
I can't even remember where I think we flew because you got to like fly to Woodward East to like the main airport in Pennsylvania. Then you got to take like a little plane and then you got to like catch a van or a car and like drive like another hour. Damn. And uh, anyways, we made it to the last airport and they're like, yo, flights canceled or like we were waiting for our connecting flight. They're like, oh, flights delayed, flights delayed. It was just me and Walker. And uh, yeah, flights delayed. It's like 11 p.m. Then it's 12, mid- then it's midnight, then like two in the morning. Then they're like, yo, uh, all the flights are canceled. And we're like, damn, what the fuck? Like, we got to get to camp. And then uh, <laughs> sure enough, uh, <laughs> we're trying to figure out the <laughs> we're trying to figure out the game plan. And it's like, we're not even close. Like, I think we still had to maybe, yeah, we obviously had to catch one more flight. So we had like a couple hours to go. And uh, fucking, I never even met Andy Mack, but I get, apparently Walker knew him, but he just comes cruising through the airport and he was on his way to Woodward too. And uh, he's like, yo, like situation's crazy. Like I'm about to get a rental car. Like you guys want to hop in? I'm like, fuck, like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> so we're like, shit, let's carpool with, with Andy Mack. All right. <laughs> and then it was, it was like, yeah, it was like fucking two in the morning or some shit, but it was all three of us, me, Walker, Andy Mack, and we're, we're on our route to Woodward. And, uh, I just remember him like tripping like on the gas like right away like yo like we just start driving like we get the car I'm fucking just cruising letting the older dudes do whatever they're doing and then so I'm just in the car chilling and he's like yo like like you didn't check the gas tank or whatever and I'm like or Walker was like nah like I thought that shit was full like it's a brand new rental car and then it was like only like it was only like halfway full or damn near empty so I just remember him tripping like hella fast like I'm like bro we don't even know you like why the fuck you getting mad so quick like The gas tank's like, I don't know, it's like, whatever. So the shit's like halfway full. I think we end up, I think we ran out of gas on the side of the road. <laughs> and then this, we like, we go to the gas station. And then like, I remember, well, he, before that, he was tripping on like, yo, like kind of snapping when he would like miss a turn. Cause I think Walker was like helping him like with directions and like, this fool was just getting mad. I was like, damn, this, this situation got kind of crazy. And then uh, we like, yeah, we went to the gas station and then, fucking just getting snacks and stuff and he's like i remember he was like yo you want some red vines i'm like no i don't want a red vine so i'm, I'm all right and then uh, he's like he's like you sure like they're hella good and i'm like <laughs> like bro i don't want no damn red vines like i'm good <laughs> i was getting like sour patch kids and like some other shit and i remember he asked me like hella times like yo you want like i think he bought he's like all right i'm gonna buy them like i love these things and then like <laughs> we get back to the car and like it's been a while i don't really remember but i feel like i have like a memory of like i think we, there was like a cop at the gas station he was like yo you guys ran out of gas blah 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 gave us a ride back to the car like going the opposite way on the freeway like it was crazy and then uh got back to the whip and then continue the drive fill up the tank and then the whole fucking drive like yo you want red vines and i'm like dog like (laughs) don't don't want no red vines like for the last time like whatever so then he was getting mad like the whole drive i was like bro this shit's so weird like and then Sure enough, sure enough, we make it to camp. Bro, cool guys us. Like, he'd never even seen us before. It gets right into, like, his camp mode. And I guess he was, like, doing, like, the Andy Mack show. Or he had some kind of event plan where it was the Andy Mack show at Woodward. And uh, that shit was sponsored by fucking Red Vines. So this (laughs) guy was trying to sell us the Red (laughs) Was trying to sell us the Red Vines the whole time. So I was like, man, that fool is super crazy. Like, what the fuck? And then we were, like, trying to say what's up to him, like, during one of the, like, demos or whatever. And, yeah, he was just, like... Yeah, he wasn't trying to kick it with us. <laughs> Damn. Andy Mack. Andy so random, bro. Like, what are the odds of that shit lining up like that? It was fucking so weird. 
<laughs> I thought he was snapping on you guys right off the bat. That's so awkward. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, bro, I, I just met you. Like, what the fuck? It went, yeah, it was super weird. So it was like a fucking scary movie at first. Like, what's this fool about to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, choke shit. you out with some red vines. That shit was funny as fuck, though. <sighs> I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him since, though. He, shit, he might still be a woodwork. <laughs> <laughs> still got the whip. He still got the whip. Should have tried the red wines. It could have been homies. <laughs> Can you tell us about the Ciroc Bongzilla Night of Sin? That's like that's a classic one right there. It's fools love to talk about. But no, um, shit. I was fucking. I don't even know. All my homies. All my homies from Sac are like a little bit older than me. Like I'm 26 right now, so they're all like kind of early 30s or whatever. So at the time, I was like, shit. I don't know. Probably like. 15 no i was probably like 16 and uh anyways we're all hyped up on fucking meek mill mixtapes at the time and like those fools were hella fucking like ciroc boys and all that shit so all the homies (laughs) were just all hyped on that and like i didn't even know what the fuck that shit was it came in hella flavors so i was like and it was hella sweet so i was like oh i thought it was like a mixer for like fucking you add alcohol to it (laughs) so anyways whatever the homies threw a party fucking whatever drinking some beer kicking it and then they pull out this fucking it's like a beer bong but it's like an eight fucking prong bongzilla (laughs) and whatever they i think the homie got um our friend will like uh a big ass rock bottle like she was probably like two feet tall or something just like as a decoration but it was it was full and uh, they were just giving like ciroc shots to everyone that showed up like yo welcome to the party like here's a here's a shot and like fucking i was taking them with people that showed up and like, I didn't even know that that shit was liquor. And then whatever, we get to the Bongzilla and then <laughs> they fucking put the Ciroc in the fucking Bongzilla. So everyone over here is just like chugging fucking Ciroc. And then oh. still don't know that that shit is fucking alcohol. And uh, yeah, I just fucking, I woke up, had to catch the whole news flash the next day. You were toasted. Uh, <laughs> bro, I was toasted. And, and uh yeah i i I was in the they put me in the bathtub they had the shower running on me wake me up oh no i woke up uh (laughs) i woke up in the homies room there was hella people passed out and i had my same fit on but i was missing my pants (laughs) and i just beat i just beat uh one of my friends in skate like the week before for these vulcan pants that i was hella gassed on he didn't want to give them to me and i beat him and so i wore those shits to the party and then he was fucking passed out like two people over and he took the pants off me while I was passed out. <laughs> and I was like, bro. Oh, so I, and yeah, I woke up tripping like, fuck, I had to be somewhere. Like, I think I like told my parents I was staying somewhere that I was going to be home at like fucking 10 a.m. to go to like, I don't know, like San Jose or some shit uh, for some for something. And anyways, I like made it home just in time. Damn near did not hold it together in the car. Almost puked, oh, but yeah. kept oh, it together. No. <laughs> but yeah, so we don't we, we, I don't fuck with Ciroc like that. <laughs> Dude, I fell victim to the Ciroc a couple times too, man. It's too nice, bro. That shit had a big wave for a while. Yeah. Yeah, when it first came out, definitely Ciroc Boys was a thing. Oh. All over the place. Well, yeah, like blue 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 bottle boys, all that shit. <laughs> yeah. That shit is not a mixer. It's a it's a full strength yeah, vodka. That shit's straight that's straight forty percent. <laughs> Fuck, there's a million tricks I'd love to go behind the scenes with you on from all your parts, but let's spark it at the Ledome backtail through the Kinkaba legendary. What was that session like? Shit, that session was pretty cool, actually. Like, um, I was out there for an Adidas trip, and uh, 
think like maybe the day before or yeah, probably the day before, but it was like me, Alec Majerus, and uh, I feel like a couple people were with us, but I think we like separated from the crew and we were kind of just like pushing around the city. And uh, I just remember like popping up. I think we we're some someone was with us, like maybe one of the filmers, but they were like, yo, let's check out this spot, like classic spot. And it was like my first time in Paris. And um, yeah, we seen the hubba and I was like, damn, this is pretty fat. Like it's hella perfect. Like the ground is nice, but like obviously it has like the big drop and whatever. And Alec Majerus is gnarly as fuck. So he, he was kind of like rolling up and just like wanted to 50 it and he 50 it pretty smooth. And then I was like, all right, well shit, I gotta hop on it now too. So <laughs> I did a, did, did a back grind. And then once I did that, like once or twice, once or twice, I was like, damn, it actually didn't feel too bad. And uh, cause it looks like really chunky, but the material yeah. it is, it's really hard. So it grinds super good and slides. And uh, yeah, I can't remember if he wanted to try. I feel like he did a real trick in his part, but I can't remember uh, what it was. But uh, anyways, yeah, we had that sesh, did the fifties and then we went back there and um i was like yo i think i could backtail it and uh, i didn't hop in any of that first day and uh fucking yeah we went there and i just remember trying to like map out how how i was gonna jump out like if i were to like kind of sample it and like thankfully the stairs are like pretty long so like yeah i was kind of just like jumping and like kind of tapping it and like run down the stairs jumping it tap it like tap it a little bit run down the stairs and then like kind of went for one a little bit and slid like kind of halfway and then jumped off like before the kink and i was like yo i think we kind of got this like it feels pretty yeah. good yeah. and then um i think i don't even think i took i might have took one off the kink um and maybe i slipped out or something but for the most part it went it went pretty smooth like i think i just waxed it a little bit and um it kind of made it a little bit more comfy too because the hub is like really wide so i was kind of just thinking like yo worst case scenario if i do fall i'm gonna just slide down the hubba or yeah, whatever but um yeah shit it went chilling i just hopped in these back tails and then one of them just felt pretty cool i kind of stood up on it and hit the kink and shit i was rolling away <laughs> Damn, we need a worked out all right war on that man even if it's, it doesn't sound like it was a, a war but we went there a few years ago i think it was after you'd already done it and i like i'm not skating that that's fucking that thing's insane <laughs> but i like stood i posed the back tail i don't know if you remember donald i posted it in my yeah. story and i'm was like it scary no. uh yeah even that i was just <laughs> like i don't know i just couldn't picture how you would bail like the first try but now i can picture you yeah, running down the stairs makes sense but i'm just picturing like that first try you just slip out to fakie and like die like oh God. yeah for sure i was definitely i mean those were probably going through my head a little bit but yeah thankfully just made it out smooth but no i'd be hyped to see those tries like just to might have to tap it with the filmer and be like yo do you have any archives like left yeah. over just kind of watch yeah. that would be sick that would be sick that one's crazy Next trick we want to go behind the scenes on is Switchback Smith, the Stanford Hubba. Mm. Shit, we had a time where we were skating uh, Stanford a bunch. And uh, I just remember going there for the first time for the kickflip back tail with Alan. And like, same type of shit where like I'd never been there before. But he was like, yo, I think you could do this trick. And I remember getting there and being like, yo, shit kind of tall. Like, it just, it just looked pretty intimidating just because it starts tall, but it's kind of steep. So it, it evens out. But it, at first, you're like, damn, what the fuck? And then after that session we kind of like i feel like we spaced it out a little bit we didn't go back for a while and then um during the lrg days it came back up and then yeah we were going there a lot and just like kind of to the point where it it not it wasn't as easy as a skate park but it was like feeling pretty comfortable like that where like we would yeah. never get kicked out because skated all the time and uh 
yeah, I kind of, I wanted to do um, like Switchback 5.0 and I went there first, or I think I went and I think it was the same session, but um, I kind of had like Switchback Smith in mind. Maybe I was like, oh, if I switch back 5.0 at first and that's chill, then I'll try Switchback Smith. And uh, yeah, I went there and did a bunch of switch grinds and that felt pretty smooth. And like, like I was saying too, like on that session where I was like, damn, like the shit is at like eye level, but like if you look past that, ignore it and like just look to where you get in, it's like damn near sea level with the ground. So I was like, yeah. all right, like don't even trip on that. And then uh, yeah, switch back grind, switch back 5.0 was pretty chill. And then, yeah, I can't remember if, I feel like there was a, um, like the rail kind of kinked or whatever. The hubba doesn't kink, but the rail next to it does. And I think it was yeah. kind of like gonna hit my truck. And the homie just like grinded that shit. We had a grinder on us and uh, he just did it like, broad day just kind of like ran it up just <laughs> took the kink off and uh <laughs> nobody really said anything and then uh it like perfectly matched up um to where the truck wouldn't hit and uh, yeah i think i probably just chickened out and just did a couple switch like 50s and then once i committed i think i just locked in and it kind of went pretty smooth actually it was kind of a lot easier than i thought it was going to be i was pretty scared to do it and then it went down pretty chill and then <laughs> Um, yeah, after I did it, I think like maybe a, I don't know the time frame, maybe a week, maybe a month, but, um, it was filming for the LRG video. And then Kyle, Kyle Camarillo was like, yo, um, I think they want to give you a cover. Like, would you be down to like do it again? Um, like to shoot a vertical. I was like, fuck. I was like, I'm down. Like I didn't get broke and it was pretty smooth. So I think maybe we could run it back. And then, yeah, I went back the next time and it worked. I feel like almost easier than the first time and thankfully made it out like no slams or nothing. And yeah got it (laughs) and they blessed it and they blessed it got a cover and it was crazy because i got a i got a cover like i got fully surprised on a trip um on instagram i seen like the debut of the kickleback tail cover and then so i was like switchback smith like they want to give me another cover like on the same spot like that's crazy and then (laughs) sure enough they hooked it up so it's pretty dope like having them next to each other it's just like a mirror of the spot yeah by the way kickback tail taking that back to regs that's uh that's badass man that's Thank a you, steep like to fakey would probably be so much easier, but you had to show them the board control, eh? I see. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that one that one I was super spooked on. That one I like had to put like had to push myself. Just being like young and then you're with the filmer, like, yo, I feel like you gotta show out every time. So that one mm-hmm. rolling away was pretty was pretty dope. I was super hyped. Now you got the switch flip front fifty, man. Fucking Yeah. <laughs> I know. You know, like your name and that spot are together, so you got to go back again for some new. new <laughs> yeah, <next> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I, I wish the I wish the backside one would get unknobbed. Whoever unknobbed it the first time, if y'all want to bless the the backside side, that'd be dope. So who knows? <laughs> Maybe we'll make it back. Hell yeah! Uh, speaking of kickback tails, the last one. Let's go behind the scenes on your kickback tail in Montreal into the bank. The classic Montreal spot. Oh shit. Yeah, at the, at the train station, bro. That was such a mission. I almost didn't do it. Like I almost just canceled the whole, because it was for um, it was for away days, and everybody was kind of having these like intricate intros, and uh, of like subway type shit, and how it like kind of all played together, and uh, so they wanted everyone to like do a trick at the train station, and um, I can't remember if we did. I feel like we did a trip in Montreal and skated, and then. Uh, it was probably for that, but we filmed some shit um, at some other train stations, like this bump to flat bar and some other stuff. And then they were trying to figure out like what trick would stand out to like kind of end the intro section and go into the park. And they were like, yo, let's go check this thing out. And I remember getting there and being like, 
this thing is fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> like maybe I'll backtail it or something like that, but I don't even know. Like, it's, it was like all chunky, like the rock stone or whatever. And, uh, and then they wanted me to skate like these specific like away days video like shoes that were like some shoes I don't skate, like they were leather. And I was like, bro, like all this shit is not lining up. I was like, is there something else like we can do, like maybe a different spot? And they were kind of into it. And then I was like, yeah, I don't think this is going to go down. And then uh, fucking left that trip, went home. And then I think they hit me up like, yo, that trick would just be like so dope. Like if you could do it, like, would you be down to go back? And I'm like, bro, like I was just thinking like, fuck, I don't think I like realistically in those shoes, it's not going to happen. And then I was like, is there any way we can like finesse? Maybe I think I was skating some shell toes at the time and it was all white leather, both shoes. And I was like, yo, what if we just like paint the stripes like gold and it, it'll look like that shoe? Like, is it really that serious? And then they're like, oh, that, that'll work. So then I was like, fuck, all right. Now I kind of got to go try it. <laughs> so I like flew all the way there to do it. Just that one trick. And uh, I feel like it was getting pretty damn close to the deadline. So it was like kind of make or break. And then I remember we get there and like, they had it all taped off because they were like doing construction and I was kind of like, hey, like I might not have to try uh, yes. it just for, <laughs> for the sake of the spot. Like they, they fucked it up. But anyways, like tore it out. Spot was chilling. And then, uh, yeah, just started like flipping up to it and kind of like hopping in back tail and just like playing it safe, staying on top. And I think maybe I would just like drop in a couple times and like fill the bank and kind of the kink or whatever and uh, started flipping up to it. And then I think one of them kind of went in and I like slipped out and maybe like slid down. And uh, then it like started raining. It was like sprinkling or some shit. And I'm like, bro, like, come on, like help me out a little bit, like something. (laughs) And uh, the trick was like going away, wasn't really working. And then I think I like flipped a couple and like slid a couple and just like was about to take it in and then the board like stuck or something like that. And uh, yeah, it was just like damn near going away where I'm like, bro, I don't think it's gonna work. And then. Yeah, landed one or like flipped up perfectly, went in and then rolled down and like ollied over the kink. I didn't even want to like chance it with like taking the <laughs> yeah. kink or whatever. Yeah, so I just yeah. ollied and then, yeah, you can kind of see in the clip like right after I'm like, I just like flex yeah. my arms like, bro, <laughs> fuck yeah, like it's done. Like I don't got to do that shit no more. Uh, so yeah, that one was, yeah, that was a big battle for sure. Just like the mental of like not skating the spot and then like having to do a certain like specific trick. But that was like one of my favorite tricks actually. But the way that shit came out, I was hella hyped. Just because I don't really skate too many spots like that where it's like some bank and something like that. So, and it looks hella epic. So yeah, I went back and watched that part actually like a couple, couple weeks ago, and I was like, damn, I'm hyped. I fucking came through and did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One question we didn't ask, and we can just go over real quick, was uh, your second stint in free agency, man. Before you signed a primitive, like how how did that come about? Um. Fucking, how did that come about? I was kind of, I mean, me and Alan was working for them and I had a lot of homies already like skating on Primitive, like Trent McClung and Carlos and was kind of talking to them all the time. And I don't even think like, I can't remember how much time was in between like the gap or whatever of writing for them and not. But um, yeah, I remember they just wanted to like send me a box one time, just like of random, like I think like Tupac Biggie boards or something. And Alan was like, yo, like they want to send you some boards. like. It was before even like offered to ride for the team, just like just to send them. I was like, uh, sure, like why not? And uh, they sent them, and then we kind of just like kind of kept hinting at it. And to be honest, like at the time, like I feel like Primitive was kind of in a different place with just like the way it looked and the image and stuff. So I was kind of going back and forth of like, 
is that what I want to do or like whatever? But then um, I was just like, man, this is all, this is like all my homies and like, it'd be sick as fuck to skate with them. And I mean, I look up to P-Rod and shit. It's one of my favorite skaters. So like, I'm like, bro, this, this opportunity is crazy that they actually want to like have you ride for them. And uh, yeah, I don't know if Alan like put in a good word or we just kind of had the conversation going and they were like, yo, like if you're serious about it, like can make it happen. And uh, shit, it just kind of came like that. It's been right. lit ever since. <laughs> P-Rod slide in the DMs? To be honest, I can't remember. I think, I think maybe I talked to him on the phone or yeah, I honestly can't even can't even remember. I remember just kind of like talking to Alan a lot, just because we would just talk as homies. Like aside from him working at the brand, and then uh, yeah, I think he came out. I think Paul came out to sack like one time before he actually came out to like skate skate, and we just kind of like kicked it. And uh, I was like, yo, this is crazy as fuck. Like what the fool's about to just pop out and skate like the local park and shit. I remember being hella nervous. Like this is crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, let's see. <laughs> That's so sick. Reunited with your KO boys, man. Wade and Spence. Yeah, for real. Full circle. It's crazy. Yeah. It was like hell years apart. And then same with like LRG fam, like homies. So yeah, it definitely felt like perfect ass like fit. That's what's up, man. The next thing you know, you're, you got last part in fourth quarter, man. Doing it big. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I told that. <laughs> Anytime you get a last part, you're definitely like surprised. You're not expecting it. So that shit was pretty crazy. Just because everybody on the team. So like the best of the best so have that lineup was pretty dope i see more last parts in your future man every part you've had could have probably been last part but you're on like the craziest team so it's like you never know it's, is it gonna be tiago this time carlos you yeah for sure Paul. man you never know appreciate it's that fun. though but yeah for sure these fools are definitely putting it down <laughs> the best of the I best mean, probably makes you all better feeding off each other though yeah definitely i mean just skating with people where you're like i feel like we get like or I mean, shit, I, I get numb to like tricks just by what these fools do like every day. Like we'll just be kicking out a spot yeah. or like the warm up. So I'm like, what the, f like, how is this just like regular? And then you like, <laughs> maybe you go skate with some other people and you're just like, oh shit, like that's actually <laughs> how, how it's, that's normal skating, you know? And then you see those yeah. fools, you're like, damn, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like the pros versus the beer leagues, man. Like <laughs> what's a fucking demo for you guys? Like, man, it's gotta be just insane. I don't even think I've actually... Oh, no, no, we did one demo um, in... Um, I think we did it in Tampa, actually. Yeah, yeah, that was the only demo I think I've done with Primitive. Um, mm. Right before I got on, they did that crazy demo, like, in Europe and shit with, like, pretty much the whole team. So mm. that's probably crazy. But the one we went on was, like, a handful of people. I think it was, like, Rob. I think Paul was there, maybe, like, right... Um, kind of coming back from his injury. And uh, like Trey Williams and shit like that, but even just the small crew, like it was sick. Like everyone's so beast and fun to skate with. Yeah. So yeah, it was sick. That was from the. I just watched that to Rome. Yeah, yeah, the Rome list video. I think we did a demo to start the trip, and then we stayed out there for like another like week or some change. Right, sick. dude. That Rome dude yeah. is fucking so sick too. Yeah, the team is stacked. I know. There's hella people. I forget how many people are on the team. Sometimes I'm like, yo, it's crazy. So. What's next for Miles Silvis? Shit, just uh, film some more, get back to it pretty soon. I kind of been taking a little break since the premiere. Um, just not really tripping on filming nothing. Just go to the park, learn some new stuff. I feel like it's just been like part after part after part. So kind of just want to not kick back, but like take a little sec, have the next part be something a little different with some new tricks, shit like that. Um, so yeah, kind of just duck off and then 
get back to it real soon with some new new <laughs> that's what's up hell yeah last little question before we rapid fire uh seen a couple basketball clips you know here and there and some edits in that miami thing little jump oh, shot yeah. little layup and shit so uh the question is are you gonna pull up to the bunt jam next summer for the three-on-three basketball tournament battle of the brands you got to be the captain of the primitive team dog let's go that show would be lit bro if you got, if you invite us out we're there for sure i actually just watched that video this morning that should look oh, shit. <laughs> because right. Done deal. everybody was balling up that should look tight <laughs> Done deal. All right. He's in the house. We'll start We'll start uh, recruiting our, our lineup, get it all situated. But, yeah, we'll be there for sure. Let's go. Weren't you guys – you guys were the defending champs, right? Uh, yeah, next yeah. year we will be. Y'all will be there when we raise the <laughs> uh, banner and everything, man. Don't worry. That's the home court <laughs> advantage right there. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, you got to – well, I mean, you guys have a huge team, so you got to figure out who the, the best four basketball players are on Primitive. And pull up. I'm gonna start taking. I'm gonna start taking notes in the park because he's supposed to be playing basketball all the time <laughs> with that hoop. <laughs> Hell yeah! But now nah, we're there. We're there for sure, bro. That should be tight. I've never been to Toronto, so I should, yeah, we'll, we'll be there. Let's get it. That's what's up. Yo, yo, yo! It's rapid fire with the ghost. We back, and it's an honor to be presented by Real Skateboards. You already know what time it is. Nicole House is pro. So get off your couch, get to your local skate shop, and grab not one, not two, but maybe 15 of her boards. Because why not? Nicole's the shit. She's a rookie pro in the game. And her legendary career is just warming up. You saw the Rainbow Rail Challenge at Dime Glory. Let's go, y'all. It's Nicole House time. All right, Miles, you know what time it is. A little rapid fire, man. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, favorite skater? Tiago Lemos. Favorite video? Baker 3. <sighs> favorite video part? Uh, P-Rod in the forecast. Oh, yeah. sick. Favorite style? Tiago. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? Probably P-Rod. Just like he had, I had his, like, the forecast video on DVD, the Nike SB, nothing but the truth, and then uh yeah just having those on dvd you watch them like non-stop and then he was just doing tricks regular and switch so i was like all right i'm trying to trying to learn all my regular trick switch it was definitely a big inspo <laughs> yeah. most talented skateboarder on planet earth probably a shot or shane o'neill yep favorite trick mm, switch hill hardest trick for you <sighs> regular inward hills oh. Or switch fronts, I flip. That trick gets me fucking hot on the daily. Yo, that's so funny you say that because I watched all your parts in one day and then it just, I was like, yo, this guy never switched frontside flips, but he's got a beast nolly backside flip. Yeah, like, bro, I can I can switch flip and I can nolly backs flip and I can switch front 180 and the, the fucking combination. I've been been locking in trying to get that one, so hopefully next part we'll see what's up. But <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> that's just been taking up. me out. <laughs> uh, most illegal trick. Late shoves, over oh. specifically over bump to bars. Oh. I fucking hate that trick. <laughs> it's like, bro, just ollie the bump to bar or front one idiot or something. <laughs> Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Uh, probably, probably the Wallenberg trick, just because that shit was crazy battle over like. A bunch of years so to finally roll away from that shit was definitely yeah favorite clip i got Hell yeah worst trend you've ever been a part of 
worst trend shit probably probably smoking cigarettes for like a month <laughs> i was hella fired up on fucking uh dylan reader and shit and the homies were smoking cigarettes so i was like all right i'm, I'm gonna tap in and then uh was buying was buying like a pack i bought like a couple packs and then i was like no nah, this shit's not it <laughs> Hell yeah. one month is a fucking nice in and out though that's not bad you hear that kids <laughs> following miles footsteps too much too much activity to have that shit all, all up in your system yeah what's the gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed shit probably that line carlos did just doing kickflip front crook pretzel multiple <laughs> times before yeah. doing a trick down that rail is crazy did that shit like fast too like the first one he landed was probably like less than 10 tries i'm like the fuck damn yeah what's the one trick that got away that fakey flip in sf on that 14. <sighs> yeah right. went m- multiple times haven't seen haven't seen the roll away yet so that one's did you land on yet. it we'll see yeah i stomped it like not every time i went but i've probably been like four or five times and i stomped or maybe like four times and i stomped it like multiple times each time Damn. and just like couldn't it kind of has like that tennis court landing so it's kind of soft and oh. it's just hella tall it's hard for me to roll away from fakey flips so that shit was not letting me do it what's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed shit i'll probably just i mean the one that comes to mind is a local homie my homie greg uh he's just he's just hella fired up like he learns a trick down the three stair he's like brad this weekend 13 i'm running it like <laughs> We're like, bro, like, just just chill. Like, do it down the five stair, you know, lock it in. He's like, nah, 13 stair, I'm there. Like, I'm like, I mean, there's been a couple times where, like, he actually gets to the spot and really tries it and, like, kind of gets close, but it's, like, many. And then, like, he does land a lot of crazy shit, but at the same time, like, he has called out a bunch where he, like, learned some shit down the three stair. All right, 13 stair. Oh, I'm about to do this on this fucking 12 rail. I'm like, bro, chill. Like, there's steps or whatever, but... Shit. Yeah, he's he, he's the homiest all love. <laughs> a legend. Greg sounds like a beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't sleep on Greg. <laughs> What's the last new trick you learned? Uh, like back when eighty, uh, fakey five zero. Like just the ledge is in front of you. Yeah, just yeah. The, bro, I could not do that fucking trick Shit. for the longest time. Damn, that's, then, yeah, that's that, surprising, man. That helped, that helped out with all the little combos that come out of it. So, yeah, I've just been doing those shits recently, last couple weeks. Like that Hell shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fakey flipping out in no time if you haven't already. We'll see, we'll see. Dream job after skating? Shit, probably just like, probably just owning something, like having, whether it's a business, probably like owning my own business or something where I can have like a little storefront or something that's like mine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, some creative. Yeah. Some in that realm. Favorite local brand? Uh, PLA Skate Shop. Favorite local skater? Shit, probably, probably Mika Adamov. That's my OG. Yeah, shout out. The, uh, the number one. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to ask. How does it feel to be the second best skater in SAC? After Shit. I just had to, I just had to accept that. That's the OG. He don't take a no for an answer, so he's just gonna <laughs> hold that title. <laughs> I mean, from right. blunt kick flip out to regs on that insane drop ledge. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. He got a heavy. He's got a heavy, uh, heavy stat sheet. So yeah, yeah he 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 can, he he can hold that crown. Yeah, if you're listening and you don't know who we're talking about, watch Miles's duets part. 
in the trans world video yeah. with his boy Mika. Fucking bangers. Tech god, tech god for sure. Yeah. Favorite teammate ever? Um, Rodrigo TX. Worst teammate ever? Bro, same shit. Everybody been smooth, but um, I was listening to the homies interview and he said it too, but uh, fucking probably Chris Jocelyn during the LRG days. <laughs> He's the homie now. We've we've kicked it. Or like we've seen each other a bunch of contests and shit. But like at that time, he was kind of wilding, and it was like his trial trip for LRG. So we were teammates for one trip. But <laughs> yeah, he was just going. He was just, he was just going crazy, just turning up the whole time. But at the same time, he fucking got like fifty clips or some shit, or like <laughs> probably like 30, 34 clips. They made like a whole part out of it. Like oh, yeah, it was like five or like ten days in China or something. Yeah. And it was like a full ass part. Christ. It, yeah, it was pretty crazy, but. Yeah, so that was probably the craziest teammate I had to deal with. <laughs> Fucking Chris, man. Um, he cool. He's he's cool. Yeah. Worst company. Carry you, man. He knows it's coming. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, uh, you know it's coming. How did he done? <laughs> Worst trend. Fucking careful hands. The bent oh. fucking wrist, oh, yeah. bro. That shit had a big wave, and it's still here. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people who didn't even streets. do it, people who didn't even do it, they just start showing up with the the wrist broken. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy when someone you've seen forever just adopts a new trend like that, yeah. bro. And they start doing it like crazy, or like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> Worst style. Oh man. I'm not about to air nobody out, but pretty much just like contest style, like land a trick, turn around, push, 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 push. Yeah. Next yeah, trick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate that shit. Like, bro, just breathe for a second. Go up, do a fucking tail stall, come back down yeah. regular. You don't got to turn around, <laughs> squeeze a second. I mean, it makes sense for the contest. the contest. You got Exactly. Like, obviously you can squeeze seconds in and get some tricks in, but I, I can't stand watching that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta let the trick breathe for a second. Let it fucking have its. That's moment. what I'm saying. Like absorb, absorb the impact and cruise, roll away for a sec, and then then you can figure out the the next. That's move. a good one, man. <laughs> we haven't heard that one before. That's a good mm-hmm. one. All right, last but not least, last person you want on the sesh. LRG Chris Jocelyn. <laughs> <laughs> Double down. <laughs> oh shit. That flow, yeah, he was just too turnt. Just. He needed all 14 stairs in sight just to <laughs> get all his tricks off. And it was it was dope to watch it, but when you're trying to skate, it's kind of crazy. So, like I said, he's the homie now, but at that time, it, it was crazy. This trip <laughs> sounds like a nightmare. Um, uh, yeah. Yo, quickly before we wrap up, just got to give a shout out to our boy Cody Brown, who's fucked with you since day one. Uh, so maybe send him a little love. He's always up on your parts sending me clips making sure we're paying attention to what you're putting down shout out cody brown cody brown shout out to cody He's brown man. Back, appreciate- man. <laughs> i appreciate the love man that's dope i ain't even been to toronto so he's he's fucking with me that's tight shout out cody brown <laughs> <laughs> yeah hell yeah all right y'all that's gonna wrap up our interview with miles man can't thank you enough for for coming on the show bro appreciate it Oh yeah, man! I appreciate you guys having me. See y'all at the at the Bunt Jam next year. Ooh, oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> All right, hell yeah, yes, thanks, <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace.
this is the post office brought to you by our good friends over at Dickie skateboarding quality workwear since 1922 from the work site to the streets ain't nobody keep you as fresh as dickies i ghost you got a little announcement to make and then we're going to get into the first email of the season what you got for me you've got mail well unfortunately as the people now know they've been listening to the ep we didn't bless the bonus pod for a bonus post office pod but we will do it at some point i know i promised so it's still gonna go down there's too much shit popping this summer but let's get into it and uh we promise they will be read at some point maybe maybe during the season or right after all right first up we got an email from jeff ray yes boys just watched the first annual bunt jam god damn the bunt went off congrats on your tourney win can't wait to see you defend that shit next year jam went off too not enough switch trays though mad love from the uk in it bruv yo jeff respect bruv there's no question in there but we had to read that one regardless eh? starting season 16 post office easy man you know next up we've got an email from skelly skelly yo bunt long time listener so i want to start by saying thanks for everything over the past years i'm not that into sports but over the past couple of years i have gotten super into the tour de france it's insanely exciting and i feel like it will be right up y'all's alley have either of you ever gotten into professional cycling thanks again uh no sir but big but uh Donald, you know Ty James is officially a Toronto man now? Do I know Ty James? Yeah, I actually saw that on Instagram. He was somewhere. No, no. I know, back for good. I know you know him. I'm saying, did you know that he moved here? Like, he's got an apartment in the junction. It's official. The man them drove across the country with his bikes. And I haven't seen him yet, but I was talking to him last night. He said he has three bikes. And I was like, yo, let me give one of them things a whirl. I see bare people, mad skaters getting addicted to that shit. The Paul Lilianis, Russ Milligans, and Powder Orcs of the world, all big time bikers these days. So uh, I'm down to give it a shot, man. Why not? Not to mention my boy Keith Henry, absolutely in love with the biking these days. Yeah, man, looks like a blast. It seems like skaters are getting into every kind of sport there is now, man. Nothing is off limits for the skate world these days. Real shit, real shit. Thanks for the email, bruv. Alright, next up, we got an email from the Dustbox. If you could be a part of a deck company from any era, who would it be and why? If you had to create a deck company, what three skaters would you choose to start it? An OG, a current pro, and an M. Damn. One that I was just so hyped on as a kid, probably just because of the time it came out and it was one of the first videos I ever saw was Shorty's Dog. Imagine being part of Shorty's Fulfilled the Dream. Oh. Just would have topped it all off. Steve Olson, Sammy Baptista, Brandon Turner, Muska, list goes on. And then if I had to create a deck company and choose three skaters, yo, it's actually fucked up that there it doesn't even seem like there are any AMs anymore at all. <laughs> um, dying breed i'll go with uh stefan because i know he's am for sure and that guy can pretty much pop over just about anything and i know he can model real well too so kill two birds with one stone right there mm -hmm. 
Current Pro. Oh, boy, man. Made my boy Yalda. And OG, gotta be. Fuck, this is a tough one. I'll go with Wu Welsh, man. Yeah. Should have went with Rally, but I'll go with Wu Welsh. I like that. That's a good combo right there. Any era board things. Fuck, you pick the best one, man. Everything else, I'm like, there's too oh, much yeah. pressure. Oh, City Stars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good call. That was my backup. Yeah, I'm going to run City. Like, my favorite was probably, like, Flip. Sorry, era, but, like, I can't picture myself oh. on that team. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> high stakes, man. I need, like, a chill vibe like Shorty's. But City Stars would have been a blast for sure. I love that pick. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's run that. And then starting a board company these days. OG. Let's go Scott Kane. He's shredding heavy these days. Love to see it. Current pro. What the fuck? Let's go. Let's go Cater Silla. You know what I'm saying? Oh. He's got. Damn. He's got. He's just magical on a skateboard. So. And uh, he's hella popular online. So, you know, get them sales up. And then uh, an M. <laughs> You're right. No one's fucking am anymore. Let's go with. Uh, let's keep it T dot local. Let's throw Dwayne Anderson on there. Oh shit! Coming up heavy. It's the fucking in the streets. Summer of Dwayne, bro. No <laughs> uh, joke, man. Yeah, that was a fun email. Thanks for writing in. Next up, we've got an email from Marcus P. Hi, The Bunt. My homie made out with a chick that has a husband, but they are in an open relationship, supposedly. <laughs> Is my homie weird for that one? <laughs> also, ghosts give me nollie flip tips. Oh, I remember reading that one whenever this was sent, and I was like, yo, the disrespect to Donald right there. He ain't going to take that he lightly. That's all right. He don't know. I, I, don't even, I ain't even going to give him one. <laughs> all yours, man. I ain't even going to give him one. Marcus, dog. You gotta do your homework. Yo, I actually love um, the first part of this email because I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure a bunch of people out there that listen to us that are sports fans probably also listen to Ryan Rosillo podcast. And his pod ends with a section called Life Advice that is just so funny and I love it. And this is more in the life advice. It's not like skate related at all. It's just like funny life shit. So. We, we definitely encourage uh, more random life advice-y shit. Uh, and I'm going to say, no, he's not a weirdo for that one. If they're in an open relationship, it is what it is. Don't judge, man. Wait, he's saying the, the chick's in an open relationship. Yeah, his homie right? made out with a woman who's, ma who's married in and in an open relationship. I mean... If she's lying, that's on her. It's not on your boy. And I don't know, man. I, I haven't seen her or anything. I haven't seen your boy. But on paper, that's all above board, man. On paper, this is all on the chick. Like, that's on the girl, you know? Yeah, yeah. It comes down to But her. the question is, is my homie weird for that one? I'm saying not at all. No, no. Homie's chill. Keep him away from my girl. <laughs> uh, and oh, you need a, t a trick tip? <laughs> Shit. Actually, I don't even feel good about giving a tip right now. The other day, I did a nollie flip 
and it's never happened before but it was i was so tired at the end of the session i always try and end my session with one flip trick that feels good before i pack it in and i tried to nollie flip with no legs left and it did a half flip oh. nose rocket and i actually landed on the nose upside down and the boards like fell on my toes on the other foot it was oh. it was so disgraceful like i couldn't believe that that somehow happened never happened in my life just trying to think of an actual tip i don't know what your nolly flips look like man but flick the shit out of it man just do exactly what mason silva doesn't do with his dutty ass nolly flips just do the opposite flick it pop just watch here my tip is i think appliere did a nolly flip trick tip for transrail back in the day so if that's still floating around on youtube or something watch that love it dude what is your go-to flat ground trick to end the session because everybody has to land one trick on the way out you can never leave on a miss it's like basketball yeah so you obviously did something after the nollie flip what was it no i just i kept going until i did a nollie flip but i took like a, oh. a dustier one usually i try to get like something bolts that feels good but i was so tired i just like took like a I landed like five nollie flips before I was like, all right, I actually can't do a good one right now. I just took one. But that's probably my go-to. Damn. Just to end the sesh. Least effort these days. Yeah. Gotta be switch front shove for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you said flip trick. You said flip trick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When sure. I'm really tired and I don't have the energy for a yeah. flip trick to end, it's definitely a switch front shove. If I'm super, super tired, it's a regular pop shove. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> or fakey or right, no comply. Yeah. God damn. All right. Next up, we got an email from Callum Kelly. What up, bunk gang? Want to say thank you for another barn burner of a season and for putting on for the people. The bunt jam was dope. You get me. My question for y'all is, have y'all ever had a guest on the pod who ended up becoming homies with after? Like y'all realize y'all get along well and kicked it. I know y'all had good chemistry with Brockle as well as Jaylay. Of course, man. You just said the bunt jam was dope. How do you think we got those people to come through, man? Mason Silva, Jake Anderson, Townley, Curran, all those dudes. Like, we had so much fun. The boy, David. Oh, my is God. One of our closest fucking friends from this pod. Yeah, if we're talking, I'd like. I'd love to argue with that guy. If we're talking who we are in communication with the most since having them on the pod it's it's kind of not it, it's not fair because we're in a fantasy league together but like davis and robbie are in the listener league so we're we're in a group chat that's been going strong for we're going into our fourth football season together as a group so we're always talking to them fucking always talking to mason like we we have so many friendship i'm so like yeah it's a <clears throat> it's one of the coolest parts about starting this pod was this is just something i didn't anticipate before we started but it's it's awesome like all the friendships we've made over the years to steal a line from jake anderson's uh quote book we are friends with all the best dudes man <laughs> we're super lucky that we get to do this man real shit it's all about the people all right next up we've got an email from johan shooty what up bunt the bestest shit there is keep them barn burners coming question do you guys also have to acknowledge a skater's skill but hate his style 
There are skaters that are killing it, but I cannot stand to watch them skate because it just looks fucking awful. Stay safe and sane. Peace out from Switzerland. That's what's up. Hell yeah. Um, shout out Forbes out there in fucking Switzerland. The boy. Yeah, this might be one of those slight uh, language barrier things where a little off from what he was trying to say because I'm not quite sure what the question is either. Do you guys also have to acknowledge a skater's skill but hate his style? Yeah, of course, man. There's so many people that shred. I think nowadays, maybe this this could be completely not true, but I feel like overall, <laughs> I just feel like there were so many bad styles back in the day. Now I feel like maybe the percentage of bad styles is down a little bit overall. Maybe I'm tripping, but there's still so many amazing skaters with bad style but don't really care it really mostly comes down to if your homies or not you know what i'm saying you're definitely gonna ignore some sus style if it's your boy you don't even care just encourage that shit but if you don't like them or don't know them for whatever reason then you'll be hating on them in your head for sure thanks for the email all the way from switzerland all right next up we got a voice memo from benjamin schweizer Dubon, what is up, my dudes? Here we are in Nashville, Tennessee. Benjamin Schweitzer calling you to uh, to chat with you. I'm looking down the barrel of some ACL surgery, so been just uh, binging on skate videos, particularly the uh, the God, the Goat, Gino Iannucci. Um, and I've often uh, wondered if there are any other skaters who have uh, landed that. Nolly 270 switch backside tail in a video part of Note. Uh, I just, yeah, I love watching that trick on loop. I've seen Yuto Horigome do it in uh, competition, but he comes back out too regular, not too switch as Gino does. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying the off season. Really looking forward to the new episodes as I will be out of commission recovering from the knee surgery. Shout out to Antoine behind the scenes. Uh, the bunt jam was amazing. You guys rock and all the best. Bye. Holy fuck, Benjamin. Sorry to hear about your surgery. Hope it went well, as this email came in a little while ago. Love the shout-out to Ants1. That's what we're trying to make happen in every email and every voice note from now on. Real talk. Uh, Nolly cap switch back tail, for sure, man. I'm, I'm having troubles thinking of one off the top of my head, but I know Andrew Reynolds... I feel like I could picture him doing it, but that might have been in like an old America tour video or something. If I remember, I'll I'll try and shout one out next week, but that's a thousand percent been done. Like, was he asking if that was some NBD shit or if anyone else has done it? No, I think he's just looking for more people that have done it. This is one of those questions that is, is a tough one on spot, man. He might need to give the ghost brain a couple of hours, maybe a day or two to think on it, and he'll cut back to you, man. The knowledge is in there. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, you know who's, it's who's the you. goat at those? It's Brian Peacock, man. He'd be doing those for breakfast. Oh. I'm pretty sure he probably does, like, big spins out and, like, any variation you could ask for. I, I told you it was in there. And I, I swear I've seen someone nolly cab flip into it. It might have been it might have been peacock i don't know who 
but I know I, I know I saw that somewhere. Oh, wait, was it P-Rod? It might have been P-Rod, actually. Wow, my brain works sometimes. I don't... Unless I made that up, then it really doesn't work. But I'm pretty sure P-Rod did that in a part uh, on a really low ledge. Yeah, he did. The, you know the ledge, like, Jeremy Rogers was, like, filming lines there in a trans world shared part with Mike Taylor and P-Rod. Uh, it's a super tiny ledge. I haven't seen it much lately. It might be capped, but maybe we could post it in our story the day this comes out. I'll find it. He goes full That's 360, fine, though. you saying... Isn't that what he wants? Oh, I thought he wanted back to switch. But anyways, yeah. That line where you said, fuck, my brain works sometimes. Made me think the funniest thing happened at work the other day. My fucking foreman was just spending the day sitting at his desk on his phone for the most of the day. And one of the guys I work with went up to him and he asked him where a circuit was in the ceiling. And the foreman got so flustered, stand up. He's like, fuck. Now we gotta use my fucking brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was so turned off for the day and over it. Uh, oh, love that. Cracked me up. Love the honesty. Fucking legend. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Next up, we've got an email from Sean Ruona. Hello, Bunt Lords. We're all aware of the controversy surrounding Ryan Sheckler and the El Toro backside flip. These days, he is quite honest about the blunder he made, and many seem to consider that to be a reasonable atonement for his crimes. I would like to forgive him. However, this is not his first infraction, and I can no longer sit idly by while he continues to get away with this, anus, with this heinous act of faking a switch tray. In the video linked below, about 20 seconds in, he talks about doing all of his trick switch and even does a perfectly acceptable switch flip. But then he starts talking about switch trays, and the accompanying clip is clearly mirrored. You can tell from the logo on his shirt, the exit sign in the background, etc. Some may argue that a stature of limitations may be in play due to how old the clip is, but given the sanctity of the trick in question, it simply cannot go ignored. I'm sure these days he has an adequate switch tray, but I am hereby calling for a dishonorable discharge from the switch tray gang, if he was ever in at all. Anyway, thank you for letting me get this off my chest. As high-ranking members of the switch tray gang, I felt you deserve to know the truth. Wow. Um, Sean, we just confirmed the mirror clip. <laughs> that is insane. Now, we don't know... If he was behind it, maybe the person editing it took uh, took some liberties there. But whoever's behind that, that's just like a whole nother level of kookiness. And uh, thank you for bringing it to our attention. But Sheckler was never in the Switch Tray gang to begin with. So yeah. he doesn't need a dishonorable discharge. He's just never invited back. Actually, if he did a crazy one, I might consider it but that was insane but what the hell are you doing watching 2007 videos of ryan sheckler <laughs> oh good question honestly i actually fucking rate it from sheckler good for you got one past a lot of people on tv probably oh for sure but not this homie 2022 he's out here not fucking sean Rowan. you need to find a hobby dog <laughs> <laughs> oh madness <clears throat> all right 
Next up, we got a voice memo from Mike Saxer. Better play that bitch in the post office, in it. Yo, chill, bro. Let's take a listen. Oi, Ghost Dono. I sent you a voice memo a while ago, and you you played it on the on the on the fucking post office, and then you just made fun of my accent and of me talking slow, even though I told you English wasn't my first language. I blessed you with a voice memo for your dusty fucking segment, and you didn't even answer my two questions. That was fucking whack. You still didn't get Tom Knox on. Whack. Still didn't finish the bunt video. Whack. Didn't do any more of the video part reviews on your YouTube. Whack. You don't remember my two fucking original questions and now they'll never be answered. Whack. And on top of that, crooked nollie flip. Whack. And Jesus Christ, you already know. Whack. So that being said, you guys are fucking whack. I got a new question. Which do you like better? Wait the Zarmos part in the new primitive video? Or Mickey Papa Swish? <laughs> Mickey Papa Swish stance bearings Instagram clip, I guess. I don't even know what what this guy's putting out because he's fucking whack too holy fuck mike saxer put us in a fucking body bag we thought we were coming back to fucking flowers and celebration after a six month hiatus (laughs) good to know we still got some fucking haters and enemies out there mike you're absolutely right i don't remember your two first fucking questions (laughs) And now they're definitely not going to get answered. But it got us on a few things there. There's no bunt video. We still need a couple more years. <laughs> I can't recall making fun of your accent, but if we did, I apologize. Um, but you answered your own question there. Wade Desarmo absolutely shut it down in the primitive video. One of his best parts throughout his whole career, man. Can't say enough about uh, how proud we are of Wade and putting that part out. Yeah, Mike Saxer, you're crazy coming at us hot, but I respect it. Clearly, you're a fan because uh, to, to have that much shit to call us out on, of course, you'd be listening, even though you're calling us whack. We got love. Um, and yeah, that wasn't even a real question. Obviously, you know the answer to that one. But yo, at this rate, even with a couple more years, the bunt video is going to end up being like a three minute montage. <laughs> Yo, that's wicked though. If we can get that done, I'm with it, man. Yeah. We gotta just put something out with the fucking bunt logo on it. Rent out the fucking ACC. Sell it out. Twenty thousand in attendance. <laughs> Maybe we'll do it at one of the upcoming bunt jams. That'd be wicked. Yeah, give it bunt jam to the festivities. Bunt jam 2024 or 2025. One of those two. We'll put out whatever footage we have. Hondo, I like just call that. it a day. Split part with our Utes, if you have one by then. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up the post office for this week. Like Safe has said, we know, we know. A lot of emails haven't gotten answered, but they will. 
And let me tell you, I keep trying to sweep him under the rug, but the ghost won't let me. He's destined to do this shit for the people, even if he has to do it himself, he says. <laughs> but he won't have to, man. I'll do it with you, dog. Yo, maybe... The lost post office. Yeah, maybe we'll do it like week seven or something. Just and skip a week yeah, with the interviews? Yeah, do, do like 13 weeks because we owe the people that extra little something. So um, that could be an option unless people email in furious about that. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out one way or another. Either right after the season or maybe like a a halftime break thing. Maybe we get a special guest inside Studio E to answer some as well. Yeah, hell yeah. Maybe we'll send one to Mike Saxer. <laughs> he can answer one. Yeah. We already know what he, his answer is going to be to whatever. Whack. Yeah. Fucking hype. All right, y'all. The post office. Send your emails, voice notes. Your hate mail into the buntlive at gmail.com. We ain't scared of that shit, Mike. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Welcome back to the rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. Brought to you by the one and only Steam Whistle, Canada's premium pilsner. The only buzz. As you all know, and as we've been saying all episode long, We've been off for way too long. We missed a lot of stuff. The most important thing, the NFL is back, baby. The one thing me and the ghost probably agree on the least is our predictions. So let's get right into them, baby. We hitting all the big ones. Starting it off with rookie of the year. To be specific, offensive, because we don't really get into that defensive shit too much, man. Shit. Who you got? I have no idea, but... Let's just go with a dart throw and say Trayvon Burks. Is that his name? The receiver on the Titans? Trayvon. Huh? Trayvon? Yeah. Isn't that what I said? Trayvon Burks. First predictions in. Does Travis Etienne count? Is he going to count in this because he didn't play last year oh my bad will he even be eligible it's Traylon burks my bad bruv yeah that's right but i'm gonna just i'm gonna say him no atn doesn't count that was like um what's his face winning rookie of the year ben simmons after his year off and donovan mitchell should have won it like and we were both on donovan mitchell's side for sure can't be soaking up knowledge for 82 games the year before or in this case like a full nfl season i feel like this is one year where there's the least amount of like huge playmakers on offense coming into their rookie year Mm -hmm. like last year there were some clear-cut favorites this one seems weird um i guess i'll go with drake london just because i think he has a role to play on that team already yeah for sure i We'll, f- I w- we'll find I it. was just debating between him and and Burks because both of them, like, neither of them have the greatest QBs, but I'll take Tannehill over Mariota. And <laughs> and it's like older Robert Woods, first year off the ACL. They got rid of A.J. Brown. Like, I just feel like Traylon can immediately have an impact. So we'll, we'll see. Drake as well, though. But I just... The Tannehill factor over Mariota was what swayed me. They just lost everyone in Atlanta, man. Even fucking Russell Gage is gone. So it's him and Pitts, and people have been bigging up Pitts again. And it's still, the jury's still out on Kyle Pitts, man, but we'll see. 
Real shit. Moving right along, defensive player of the year, man. Damn, there's like an elite tier, and you just got to pick one of them. Does team record have anything to do with that when they pick? Because I'm like, I would just take Mika Parsons. Oh, TJ Watt would have been my pick, but I'll go with uh, Parsons just because Dak's down for a bit, so that defense is going to be on the field like, whoa. (laughs) This year, I'm going to go with a team I have high hopes for. Obviously, didn't go so well on the Monday nighter in week one, but I think Bradley Chubb really makes that jump this year and solidifies himself as a... Top five player. I mean, like you said, we could pick TJ Watt, Nick Bosa, or Aaron Donald, but let's go out on a limb on these first two here. I like that, man. Yeah. I feel like the next couple are going to be a little bit more to the point. <laughs> Offensive player of the year. Who you got? I feel like we're both going to say the same person. It's my main man. I'm so bummed I didn't get him in fantasy this year. Had him last year. It was a joy, but this is the year. He's claiming he's going to be the best wide receiver in the league after this season, and that's Justin Jefferson, man. Hard to argue with that. Justin Jefferson already living up to pretty much what he said he would do. Um, I like the Justin Jefferson pick. Not going to go with Jefferson just because you got him, and we should mix it up. So if we both miss... It's on different guys. I'm trying to decide between Jonathan Taylor and Jamar Chase, man. I really think Jamar Chase can keep pace with Jefferson, man. I like his quarterback better. I think the talent is equal. Jonathan Taylor gets the, touches the ball like almost 40 times a game, so I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor on this one, man. Yeah, I can't knock that. Uh, you know I've been low-key a Kirk Cousins fan for years, for no real reason unfortunately yeah <laughs> but i think i think they're gonna connect yo did you see the playmaker on first take the other day just talking about kirk cousins gonna be the mvp because of jefferson oh, <laughs> i actually love that guy more than anything yeah. he might be the best man on tv these days he really is too funny next up let's hit comeback player of the year I'm going first and stealing this one, man. It's got to be Saquon Barkley, dog. Woo. After getting off to a hot start in week one, he uh, looks like he's fully back and healthy, and I'd love to see it. Right, I tried to tell the people. I, I I was also bummed I didn't get him in any drafts, but, you know, you get that full year to rest off the ACL. It's the year after, man. That team still sucks, but you saw he was, he was able to power through the team sucking and and will them to victory on that one um shit that's a good one i'm gonna go with another legend possibly the funniest active player in the nfl always makes for a good interview and that's famous Jameis winston man oh my god i love that man. i got michael thomas in in one league in the og bunt league and uh he had a fucking donut at the half and i had to check the app like is he hurt or something he had one target i was so confused and bummed and then the man went off for 57 yards and two touchdowns in the second half hopefully they can keep that chemistry going uh shit you could actually pick either one of those guys but yeah that's true uh i'm gonna go with Jameis just because he's fucking hilarious and i love him and i wish him the best dude 
The best was, uh, I mean, he's obviously had so many good interviews relating lower body parts to his upper body parts was <laughs> fucking legendary. But just the look on Michael Thomas's face in that duo interview they did after the game, like he's coming from working with Drew Brees is probably just the most professional, got his interviews dialed down <laughs> to a man like Jameis Winston where you don't know what the hell he's going to say next. Yeah. I fucking love Jameis as well, man. I hope they don't like I like the way they use Taysom Hill in the first week and I hope they keep it to that and don't let don't let him get into Jameis's yeah. playing time too much, man. Yeah. Because I wanna see Jameis play with confidence. Something he hasn't always had to he hasn't always had in the NFL. Yeah, well I feel like he had it in Tampa Bay. Like they let him do whatever the fuck he wanted, it seemed like. But yeah, ever since he moved on, like it's been super rocky. Uh, his stint with the Saints with like who's playing and whatnot so I feel you on that another guy obviously isn't going to come back to the same level that we think Saquon and Jameis are going to play to but Julio Jones you could throw him out there man I think he's just going to be the new Gronk like he's going to be used in Gronk's role kind of yeah I read something that he he recorded the fastest time like on on sprints or whatever in Bucks camp, which is pretty dope for a, that's crazy a vet receiver like him. Absolutely. Next up, coach of the year, man. Who's it gonna be? Hmm. Not Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> Nathaniel. Don't be him. Nathaniel Hack. Great question. Shit, for that one, you kind of don't want to pick the obvious ones. So hopefully I don't steal one of yours here, but for me it was a tough call between Kevin O'Connell, coach of the Vikings, who uh, I think he's really going to open up this offense, get him away from what they've been doing the last couple years, play right into what the team's strong points are, and Mike McDaniel, the coach down there in Miami. But uh, I'm going to have to go with the Dolphins, baby, and Mike McDaniel winning coach of the year. Hopefully, a lot of good things to come for the Miami Dolphins, man. They're going to be competing in that stacked division. Actually, I don't know if it's stacked with the Patriots playing the way they are, but they got the, they got to deal with the Bills twice a year, and uh, I think Mike McDaniel is going to give them some headaches. That's a great pick. Definitely, definitely fuck with that. I'm glad you switched off your original one because looking at uh, looking at all these teams here. I was going to go with the Chargers guy, but he was already kind of blowing it last year with all those fucking fourth downs <laughs> that he went for and yeah. like basically cost them a playoff berth. Uh, so, yeah, let me go with Kevin O'Connell just because, you know, I, I drafted Kirk Cousins in that one league and I need him to have a career year here. And uh, <laughs> I, I could see them. Yeah, you know, I could see them winning their division, man. Let's fucking get it still absolutely with the what's going on down there in green bay but he always starts like this aaron Rodgers. he always starts slow and he's got the fucking the number of all the teams in his division so yeah never count out aaron Rodgers so early but i'm not counting him out but doesn't have that safety blanket man. yeah exactly exactly like last year they got smoked week one by the saints too right Remember, Jameis went the fuck off. And, uh, yeah, it makes no sense. But yeah, he told everyone to relax. I don't know. Cook's got another year in his prime. Jefferson's taking the leap. They've got, 
They still got Thielen. Defense is better. You know, they still got Madison. And I think the Vikings are going to win that division, man. There's still, there's just, yeah, you take away Devontae, you see the immediate impact he has with Derek Carr. Like, Derek Carr hasn't yeah, been it's insane. having receivers go for 140 and a touchdown so effortlessly ever. Yeah. He's just too fucking good, man. Next up, most valuable player in the whole league, man. You got some? Do I follow up Michael Irving and say Kirk Cousins like a crazy person? Like a fucking animal? <laughs> no, I don't think I'm that crazy. Um, Hold on, I got to look at the teams again. You got one? For me, it's easy. It's a guy who is betting on himself, turned down a quarter of a billion dollars because he wants to go into the offseason as a free agent. He'll probably stay with the Baltimore Ravens, but he's going to make them fucking pay. Lamar Jackson, he's done it once. I think he does it again, man. MVP won't be stopped this year. I love that pick. <clears throat> I've kind of had the same feeling. Like if he's as long as he's healthy, I think he's going to wreak havoc on the league That's this all year. It is. Um like there's probably no one with a bigger chip on their shoulder than Lamar this year. Seeing especially seeing everyone else getting paid this summer, man. All the other QBs and he's been in the league longer and now it's like this summer it's supposed to be what I think Burrow and him and like can't remember there's another young qb who's like lined up to get paid maybe uh the chargers homie herbert oh herbert <clears throat> yeah lamar should have should have been paid by now but anyways i think i'm gonna just go with the uh he's probably the betting odds favorite but uh josh allen man they look unstoppable in week one i don't think they're slowing down anytime soon and because they still don't have like a great running back group, like he's still gonna get those extra rushing touchdowns, those rushing yards. Um, yeah, let's go with Josh Allen, man. It's time. All the other dudes who you would think, like Mahomes already has his, you know, Lamar already has his. I think it's time for some new, new this year. Such bullshit that Rodgers got it last year. Anyways. Super Bowl prediction. Who you got meeting up in the finals? I'm saying Mahomes is going to operate in the shadow of Josh Allen all year, kind of. They're going to get all the love. And they're just going to, the Chiefs are just going to cruise along on the low and then fucking devastate them once again in the playoffs i'm oh, saying the chiefs that would be brutal the chiefs are coming out of the afc again you fucking dog man <laughs> and then nfc that's tough 13 seconds there's all types of yeah all types of people on the eagles bandwagon i don't think they're there yet shit man that's tough i think the bucks no ain't happening rams ain't happening Damn, am I about to say the Vikings? Nah, that ain't happening. Yo, the NFC is actually so dusty. It could be the Chargers. Could be the Broncos. I don't think the Chargers are just going to figure it out year one, though. You know, I think they could win a playoff game. Maybe two, but I don't think they're going all the way. Damn, that's so tough. For that tough. year, the fucking Tom Brady beat Phillip Rivers and the Chargers in one quarter. <laughs> into the whole 
playoff game in one quarter. Yeah. You know what? Let me just go out on a limb. Flip, I'm flipping a coin between the Vikings and the Eagles. Oh my god. Well, I know hey, you're just gonna go with your boy fucking Brady because the NFC's so dust. He does have a good shot at coming out again if they're healthy. I'm gonna go with uh fuck it, I'm gonna go with the Vikings. Holy the Chiefs and the Vikings. <laughs> Let's go. Savagery, man. I actually agree with a lot of what you said about the Chiefs. Can you imagine Patrick Mahomes being the underdog to come out of the AFC? Like, what an absolute joke. But that's what the people have built Josh Allen and the Bills up to be. But after what they did to the Rams, man, they're fitting the bill. But, like, the Chiefs absolutely blew the doors off the Cardinals as well. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Shit, but I'm going with the Bills. I pray to God we get to see the Chiefs and Bills meet in the playoffs because that is absolute must-see TV. Uh, Two tails of the tape, 13 seconds performed by Patrick Mahomes last year and 13 seconds performed by Dak Prescott. (laughs) Quite different. Um, Bills versus Bucks, you know what it is. The Buffalo Bills cannot escape Tom Brady, man. And you know where we're going next. The winner... It's Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> he should have won and retired two years ago on top, but Tom wanted one more. So he's coming back to finish the deal, save his marriage, and uh, ride off in the sunset with one more ring. I know. I hope they don't split up because hopefully Giselle's still this there. This is, yeah, it's like it's chasing one more worth the happiness and and your family your perfect power couple marriage to to get dusted by the rams last year and this year we'll oh. see what happens but as long as he retires for real he's too good to leave now i know i know i, I know. mean i understand he's been doing it for so long but people usually retire for a reason who is it that jalen says like only a small number of people actually get to retire when the rest when they of want people yeah. just get fired yeah you know yeah like he gets to choose man and he's 45 so one more one more for brady and the bucks i would fucking love to see it yeah i wouldn't be mad at it but the the rest of the league would really have to look in the mirror if they lose to a 45 year old in his last year what's so bad about that he's the greatest player of all time like undoubtedly i don't know how old was it's not just a regular old 45 year old coming out of tim hortons in the morning with a fucking egg mcmuffin <laughs> and a double double it's tom brady yo did you see his corny ass video the other day he's the king who's cornier him or fucking russell wilson or drake <laughs> um, i don't know Russell Wilson's a joke, bro. Russell Wilson's cornier, I think, because he doesn't have the the same level of greatness to back up. Like with Brady, everyone knows he's corny, but it's like he's the goat. There's yeah. not much you can say. Russell Wilson's just so fucking corny. <laughs> yeah. And then so, loses dude, to Seattle. This has turned into quite the list of Vikings on your. Uh, oh shit! The coach. Here. You got yeah. Justin Jefferson for offensive player of the year kevin o'connell coach of the year you flirted with kirk cousins as mvp of the week that was a joke you somehow with the vikings into a super bowl finalists 
Can they get the job done against the Chiefs or what? You know how it is. Once you draft that team in fantasy, <laughs> you just start to envision certain scenarios. I'm picturing Kirk Cousins with a 5,000-yard season, you know, maybe like 40 I'll touchdowns. Kirk Cousins wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, cannot wait for this season, man. So hype. So who's going to win, man? Chiefs or Oh, oh yeah, I got to pick. Oh, the Chiefs, man. Come on. You know oh, you know okay. I'm Chiefs kingdom. I'm trying to sell you on some Vikings. Nah, fuck that. Mm. All right. That's our predictions. They're locked in. I've got them saved here, so we will revisit this in February. And we'll see who the real football genius is, man. We got a lot of sports to go over. We're probably not going to get to all of it. But just really quickly, a team that we loved watching in the NBA for years, the Utah Jazz, were never able to get over the hump that we wanted them to. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, two guys we loved having in fantasy, have found new homes. Rudy going to Minnesota for five first-round picks or something insane like that, how it goes down in the NBA these days. Pairing him with Cat, and then you got Donovan Mitchell moving to Cleveland, which I absolutely love for Cleveland. Good on them for making a power move. Did you see them both leaving, or did you always envision just one and then one maybe staying? No, I pictured both, uh, especially just because there's that French kid, Victor, and I can't remember his can't remember his last name, but the uh, I think he's like seven. Dude, he might be seven five. I can't remember oh, how tall he yeah. is, and like he's everyone's saying the tank for Yamanyana, or I'll sorry about the name. I'll get it right next week. Uh, that was just a guess off memory, but everyone's trying to tank for him right now. Um, so it was they were never gonna go into this season with Donovan on the roster, man. It just made no sense. Um, and they're probably still gonna move a, a few more players at some point. You know, they've still got. Mike Conley, they've still got Jordan Clarkson, and they've still got Bogdanovich. So those guys are probably all going to go to contenders at some point. At least I hope so, because I would hate to see any of them stuck on a rebuilding team. Um, torture. I absolutely love it for Cleveland, though. I think fantasy-wise, not that I care that much, but I think it takes away from both of their fantasy value maybe a little bit. Oh, yeah. Less so Donovan. Like, he's still going to... Um, be asked to score at a high clip but maybe his assist come down there because garland's the point guard he's gonna be like a full-on two guard on the Cavs. but i can't wait to watch that team like they're gonna they could be a top four seed the only thing that bumped me out about him going to the Cavs was that i think that bumps the raptors down in the standings one spot um because i think we would have been like on par with the cows without donovan or maybe a little bit better this year i think we still beat them we'll see we'll see i think dude that's like evan mobley <laughs> the way he's trending he's trending towards like a, a kevin garnett fucking style player like elite defensive player Jared Allen nice still. jump shot i know they got a fucking hell of a starting five yeah if they can but if they can trade or like they got a coro at at the small forward right now like that's kind of a weakness basically i think their only weakness is they need a sniper they reminded me of like i remember remember memphis for years had that insanely dope team with marcus Saul, zebo um tony allen and all those guys mike conley 
oh, but yeah. they always needed a Kyle Korver because they would just the paint would get so packed they'd have no spacing for anyone to drive I think mm-hmm. that's all they're lacking because think about their starting five like Okoro's not a sniper Donovan's not a great three-point shooter neither is Garland like they can both hit it obviously and then Mobley can hit hit it but like they just they really need I hope they can get themselves like a Joe Harris type of a guy you know just someone who's a knockdown shooter and they'll be fucking impossible to beat and what do you think about the fantasy impact for guys in Minnesota? What does this do to Cat and what does this do to Rudy? Dude, it's so tough because Rudy's been like a round two pick for years, right? Sometimes I remember I reached on him in round one, one time. End of yeah, if end you get to the one. bottom of round yeah. one. Yeah, exactly. So I'm worried about him, but I can also see Cat just being hyped and clearing out the paint, kind of just being on the perimeter more. Uh, well, especially on offense, but... I see it maybe more affecting Rudy's numbers, but unless Cat like really starts to play the perimeter and still and because Ru- Rudy's value comes from the boards, high field goal percentage, I could see it working. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just going to take away from both of them a little bit. Uh, yeah, you might lose some points. Yeah, I think it's not going to affect. Edwards. Yeah, I don't think it's going to affect Edwards at all. If anything, it's going to help him. Uh, Rudy's one of the best screeners in the NBA. So we'll be finding nice lanes to the basket and shit. But yeah, I'm super curious. What do you what do you think? It's one of those things where we're not gonna know until obviously they start playing. It's gonna be a huge risk on draft day. Um Kat's obviously not gonna be the top three to top five pick anymore because he's gonna lose some of those defensive stats, like you said. Yeah, blocks rebounds. and rebounds. His field goal might come down because yeah. he's gonna be, you know, giving those easy buckets to Rudy. Rudy's not going to be getting as many easy buckets. So they both lose a little. Um, Cat, you, you got to take him in the second round. Then Rudy probably maybe even the third. It's tough, man. Like, you just talked about a guy over there in Cleveland and Evan Mobley who you might have to take over both of them now. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious where Mobley goes in the, in drafts this year because he, he wasn't, like, elite elite last year, but it's one of those ones where we know where, or we know where it's going like he can fill up the fucking whole box score and you love those players in fantasy <clears throat> i think dude they gotta fucking just get rid of um their point guard damn man it's football season i haven't watched basketball in ages i'm forgetting everyone's name right now they gotta get rid of d'angelo russell man even if they brought in like a mike conley for fucking one year just to get everyone in, in the right position although he has looked fucking burnt and pretty done the last couple seasons ghost that is gonna wrap up episode one of season 16 the boys are back and you know once you get one episode you get in at least 12 and ghost is guaranteeing potentially a 13th man (laughs) a monumental season on our hands baby lock in because we're here now hell yeah let's get it thank you